Coming off fresh off of a, a killed venue, you already know it's your favorite, number one in your hearts, the yes. best damn tag team. Whether World's it's greatest podcast, whether it's in that ring, behind that table, in that booth, mm. Mega Towers, baby. Quincy Jones, go here with the hip hop hybrid, Doc Lesnar. And if you couldn't tell, you should have went to the show. You should have <laughs> went to the show. You know what it is, hip hop hybrid. Only one in existence in the world to hip hop and pro wrestling. We check Doc Lesnar, the MC. I'm back. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. we, uh, we yeah, doing yeah. this thing Zoom style, but you're right. We, uh, I don't know if there's any stage or uh, shred of venue left in downtown Fullerton at the Continental Room, but um, we did our damn thing. And shout out uh, to the Continental you know, Room, man. Yeah, shout out to everyone that showed up. Shout out to True 100, man, for having us. Yeah, um, it was fun. We had fun, man. Um, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Did our thing. First time in a long time, but yeah, not the last time. Yeah, not hopefully the- not the last time. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, but obviously, packed show. So let's get into it, man. Yes, we have sir. Forbidden Door. We also have Blood and Guts. Um, mm. You know what I mean? And then, ugh, unfortunately, we do have some predictions possibly to make. Uh, I, yep. I haven't been paying attention, but I know that there's something about money in some sort of bank that's going on this Saturday I, in Vegas. I, I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. Um, but yeah, let's, let's start off, man. Um. Get to the news. First and foremost, not to get into the uh, the ugly and controversial right away, but some of this stuff is just how it, uh, it happens. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a report coming out um, stemming from, I believe it was last month uh, when we got the story about uh, Jake Atlas. I would uh, say AKA, it's, probably, it's probably like two months. Two now. months. Huh? It may have been in yeah. May, right? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. A.K.A. Kenny Marquez um, from, you know, All Elite, also obviously from NXT, also from SoCal as well. We, we've known And rival too. pro wrestling. We booked them. We booked them. <laughs> it's like <laughs> cheap pop, cheap pop. Yep, yep. Uh, out, but yeah, report shows that um, obviously there was a situation where you had like a domestic uh, uh, violence battery type of situation. Mm-hmm. We didn't go too much into it on the show because it was pretty much everywhere. You didn't really have to type in Jake's full name before you got a chance to read yeah. an article about it. But uh, a new report notes that the court documents filed last week showed that the charges were actually dropped after officials determined that the case was, quote, not suitable for prosecution and, quote, uh, court records also revealed that the arraignment hearing in the case uh, uh, slated for Tuesday, uh, June 28th, was a couple days ago, oh, was okay. actually uh, canceled uh, with the case considered closed. So, oh, okay. And you're right. Yeah, the arrest was on May 23rd. So, yeah, okay. about two months. Yeah, relatively two months yeah. ago. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure people have heard about it by now. We, Like I said, we were trying not to dive too far into it till we got all the details. We have booked Jake. We've had the pleasure of, of working with him. Um, you know, and knowing them to some extent. So we also didn't want to add to any negative toxicity as the IWC likes to breed anytime something crazy happens. But it was interesting, you know, obviously it was a, it was a domestic, there was, you know, alcohol involved. But the thing that kept me too was I was trying to figure out when the other shoe was going to fall on this whole Brandon Vink, Duke Hudson thing, because that was a big thing that kind of got said and then kind of got washed over. Yeah, it got where, a little swept under the rug, but yeah. Know. Where we're see, and, and and for those who don't, it, it seems like some reports have alluded that the boyfriend in question 
that was part of this was Brandon Vink slash you know Duke Hudson. And I say Brandon Vink because that's the name that's attached to the police yeah. report. And, and so, that's the, and that was his first name. If you remember, he had a brief, a real, yeah. real brief mm-hmm. stint on the main roster when I think Shane brought him up. Yeah, he was in a tag team with somebody, right? Yeah, I can't remember who you who they put him with, but he was there for like a, a brief stint. Yeah, and he was Brandon Vink. That's who yeah. he was. Yeah, you know, I, so. and, and I remember that because I I kind of got a kick out of the the, the last name. I, it just was one of those names you remember type of thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, so I was yeah. I was I was wondering what's going to happen with that. We never really got any clarification on it, but you know what? That's their business, and that's fine. But um. Hey, I mean, I'll, I will say Kenny sounds like he, or, or I should say Jake, uh, he sounds like he dodged a bullet there. But you know, uh, the 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 ball it sounds more, or or it could have been just if it is Duke, he dropped the charges. Yeah, very I true. Because if, if there's a case that they don't want to press, like I don't, I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know how to waste. Yeah, they're not here to waste time, especially in the pandemic era. So, uh, but uh, it is Florida, it... so you never know. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, well, yeah. speak. Well, speaking of Florida, yep. uh, a, yep. another uh, trial update. Uh, you know, the, the court news just keeps rolling on in. Uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, as you guys know, last month or yeah, well, I think it was earlier this month. I might be wrong on that one, but um, yeah, it was June. Yeah, it was uh, like well, yeah, it was uh, what two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah, so as you guys know, he you know he had uh, gotten his third DUI arrest, et cetera, et cetera. Um, just a little update on his hearing. Uh, I guess it's set for uh, next Tuesday, July 5th. PW Insider reported that the hearing is an arraignment and bond hearing, uh, meaning Jeff will either have to plead guilty or not guilty before a determination of bond is enforced. On that, though, it is unclear at this time if the bond that it will be enforced uh, or possibly enforced is regarding the bond he paid to be released from jail the same day he was arrested or not so we're still trying to get information on that but if convicted hardy could face up to five years in jail so that's a kind of a scary i mean and then this is for uh five years for for driving yeah intoxicated I mean, but also with like a limited license type of situation yeah, restricted as well. license yeah it's it's you Man. know and and again we were talking about we don't know what the uh the difference is when the you know with these charges when it comes to Florida because every state's different how many you get uh, yeah. what happens after they're at, you know thereafter and all that stuff but man I just uh I, to be honest I don't give a fuck about the time um because that's just the bet he made I yeah, just it, want him to it, get the help he needs yeah and I mean selfishly as a as a as a fan yeah I would love to see him come back but I'm like bro you kind of you kind of fucked up the bag on that one bro I don't know. And and not to be harsh, but I mean, you know, like after everything he was trying to like, again, we we were talking about he endured himself a lot during that time with the WWE stuff Mm -hmm. and the the weird uh, piss test stuff and withholding information and then you know and then then this happens you're just like God, bro. Yeah, it's almost like oh, I didn't get caught that time. I deserve a reward. Oh shit. Hey, you didn't tell me how lax it was behind (laughs) behind the stage, Matt. Like oh, you you said you said piss tests are optional. Oh, I gotta take it and bring it back. Yeah. So if I don't, it's on me. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't want to make light of it. Nah, I mean, but I, it, it's it's yeah. But but yeah, the guys had a lot of chances. He, I mean, I don't know. I'm weird. Like I, I guess I'm more cut and dry. Where I'm like, bro, you talk about your family and your child and your you know your children. And you talk about when WWE wants you to go to rehab. You're like, nah, I ain't leaving my wife, and my kids for nothing, bro. And but then it's like. But yeah, jail but, was much worse. Than I'm saying like, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. right. Like, in the, but are you thinking about your wife and kids when you driving and drinking, bro? Because mm-hmm. you could die. Not well, even the fact you get caught by a cop. You could I, die. You know what? That's a, that's a good point. You know, I think I'm fighting my 
inner fandom because you know me man I, i've been a jeff hardy fan i've rode with him even you know through that just horrible horrible uh situation with staying at uh oh bro you're talking to the biggest scott hall fan so i yeah, know exactly. what it means to dig in and and you know stay the yeah. course despite yeah. despite the public uh uh, uh perception of it perception. Yeah, yeah absolutely mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know it's just stuff like that where i'm like bro you're they, you've been kind of given a lot of chances man like yeah seriously especially this late in your life like to prove that you're not that like come on bro mm -hmm. like just just, was, get, just just get it together man but anyways yeah i was gonna say yeah i mean uh to kind of segue to another uh native north carolinian uh north carolina <laughs> flair country uh rick flair if you guys uh been on social media or have a pulse and uh enjoy wrestling you know that he's been uh you know busy uh prepping for his final match quote unquote asterisk 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 as i like to say because well, well that know, we, that in his new uh food venture is i don't know if you saw the woo wings you got coming out got you got oh woo yeah that's wings. I, did, I, did. <laughs> I was like yo this is insane like got gotcha, you get, yeah, get yeah. your money flair like get your money bro but th this ain't it get it together though man you know like, i mean that's what he's trying to do i mean uh again you know he's got this uh match i think it's uh culminating at is it N is it an nwa match uh i believe it's for starcast next month i don't think it's an nwa what it is is he's doing it the same weekend as SummerSlam. so they're if you notice they're doing, oh okay yeah they're gotcha. doing that Starcast and uh, uh Starcast in nashville so that's did, why they yeah. kept because if you I don't know if you saw a page is supposed to be there already. I too, did doing, see that, yeah. You know, that's so, yeah, that was, um, or Soraya Knight. I'm sorry. Soraya Knight. Soraya yeah. Bevis, actually. That's yeah. their, but that's, supposedly really <laughs> well, there's a few things. So uh the thing I remember texting you guys was that supposedly the match would have seen I FTR. did hear this, by the way. I, I heard this from somebody else too. The, the only two people I heard it from was you and I think Billy Batty. I think yeah. that was the only two people I heard about. Yeah, it, were, it would have been, I think, Flair teaming with FTR to take on the Rock and Roll Express and uh, Ricky Steamboat. But apparently, in the end, they couldn't get Steamboat. His asking price is too high. And TK had yet to sign off on, uh, and still, uh, from what I heard, is yet to sign off on FTR's involvement. So, it'll which be is so weird. Which, yeah. I, well, it's not, it's not weird. Because if well, something happens, they're attached to that shit in a weird way you know what i mean kind of but because all it takes is oh what happened what happened to flair well he was teaming with aw stars dax harwood yeah but 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 i find that to be that's just that to me it's wwe logic to be honest it, well, it really well i was gonna say it's like when they you know you you every time you think about uh heart foundation going in you think about mm. oh dax and cash are the ones that you know beat up that dude that thought he th th could take liberties with brett you know it's one of those like infamous things so i don't think it'll hurt him too bad but um that was the last i heard about it but flair has been trying to get in shape regardless and jay lethal has been the one that's been uh training him most or, or retraining him I, I should say and i heard that there was something going on where jay lethal was a little uh i guess piffed a bit because he's helping and investing his time with flair for this last match but he was not asked or booked uh, on in a match on the actual card uh, for that event. So I know he had, um, I don't know if he aired out grievances on social media, but uh, Ric Flair recently uh, kind of uh, opened up about it. He said, Jay Lethal's got an attitude. He wants to be part of the show. And I said, that ain't going to happen. That happens. And all of a sudden, everyone's feelings get, or uh, uh, everyone's feelings oh, are hurt. See, okay. Uh, yeah that's 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 i don't like and then that he, and then he says i don't have the authority to put him on the card so i think he's upset about that but he'll get over it that's the only thing i heard was that part i didn't hear that whole first part 
Yeah. Which, which to me, that's that's you're, that's I'm sorry. Hey, it's flair, but that's some trash human being ass shit, bro. That's kind of how I felt. It's like, oh, you're like, good enough to do my I mean, it's like you're tied yeah. to Jay Lethal for probably life because of that. You know, one of, impact. Yeah, it's one, one of his, his well, more inf- infamous modern segments with flair. And as far as yeah. Jay Lethal, I kind of put him on the map a little bit. I yeah. was going to say, I'll even say top 10 most viewed uh, moments, because even yeah. when it, it, years go by, someone circulates that online, you know, bro, and, almost every month it, it comes up. Yeah, like someone will have a clip of it, whether on it's on YouTube, they're like, "Oh, this is the fun." Like this was an unplanned, so like it's always on YouTube clips. You know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah, definitely. So, but, but it, it just it's it's kind of like it's weird because it's infuriating that Flair, even though this is his last match, and honestly, the majority of people don't want him to do this. Yeah, because he has a fucking pacemaker in his in his body. I think, and, 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 and his... he's and he's already swore that he's not going to take his blood thinners that day. Which I'm like, what? You're going to try to? Oh get fucking, wow! Are you trying to get fucking color in your last match, dude? What the fuck are you doing? You know. So it's one of those things where I'm like, you still think you're Ric Flair, and that anyone would be just lucky enough to be the one that's training him for his last match? Yeah, and that yeah. that's the bullshit. I don't yeah, like that shit. I just feel like he. I don't say he owes Lethal more, but I just feel like. There should be more of a respect there, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. But I, yeah, I, so- I, no, I agree with you. I mean, look, I'm not saying hey, he should be on the show against him, but throwing throwing him a bone in the show, it's not like this guy's a jobber. And it's not like lethal you know being I mean? on your show is not gonna uh, boost, you know, the the viewership. And, and, but and let's be I mean, real, that- if if he were to have the match with Flair, and he beats him, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's not going to be a gift he can give him while he's in AEW forever. Like that's yeah. another thing he can talk about that he's done as a heel. You know what I mean? But exactly. Anyways. But but yeah, that's the latest on that. But uh, I know you had some news with Miro that you <laughs> wanted to get into. <laughs> I wouldn't call this news more than uh just a opinion, <laughs> so to speak. But um, yeah, he actually had a uh a, a recent quote. Uh, he was interviewed via What Culture. Uh, about the TNT championship, uh, obviously he had, I think it was the only one or did he have two reigns with it before he had to take some time off? I can't remember. Yeah, he, he obviously had it once. At least. I think one, I think once for sure. Yeah. Um, but he says, quote, I take a fault of maybe being too good of a champion because ever since I lost that title, that title has gone to shits. <laughs> and that I didn't that, get that first part. Uh, that's uh, so, that's crazy. OK, go ahead. And that and that's nothing but to blame Sammy Guevara for that. So he's got to bear the cross for that one. Mm. So say the Redeemer. <laughs> Redeemer. Yeah, Redeemer. man. Now I come into your home. That was pretty good. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> that was really good, actually. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even well, mean to fuck. With well, my hot uh, wife and my flexible money. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly I almost thought he was going to take it. Um, and I and I did enjoy watching him impact actually exchange which we'll, we'll get into forbidden door in a few moments but uh, uh i was just gonna update uh a few things that have been kind of circulating on you know uh, uh aw talent it seems that you know we saw uh guys like marco joey janella and uh Stu grayson of recently or or, or, or recently Stu grayson i should say uh all kind of leave under an expired contract yeah um, making their know, exit from the roster yeah yeah from aw and it seems like uh Stu grayson will be joined by another dark uh, order member as alan angels apparently has uh reportedly blacked out his twitter and removed uh like all images any mentions of uh aw and then he actually tweeted excited for what's next so that was uh what kind of got the ball rolling on that and then he actually talked to uh you know uncle srs from uh fightful and he says quote i was told about a month and a half ago that they are not going to resign me they did not offer me a per appearance oh, i'm sorry they did offer me a per appearance which i decided not to take 
solely based off what I thought was best for me. I feel there was more room to grow outside of AEW right now and at this point in my career. He also says he wants to get back to the indies as he felt like he was being showcased as a bottom guy in a dark order. Uh, which I uh, could agree because yeah, he, but you guys are a bunch of sexy creepers. So no, <laughs> no. Well, but, but you got to realize he had some buzz before coming in and having that match he, with he Omega. Had, so. Yeah, yeah. He he was pretty big in the uh, the Atlanta area. Yeah, I've never heard of him before then. But I will say that I've noticed that he's on a lot of uh, indie uh, bookings uh, this year. Yeah, that I've seen where it'd be like maybe a few guys that you recognize, but then you're like, oh shit, is that Alan Angels at Wrestling Revolver? Or is that him here or there? So. It doesn't surprise me that he probably would make that indie route. Um, yeah. It is weird, though, because it's like, well, what was your guys' uh, vision for this to put so many members in this group to begin with? And then yeah, with well, the weirder well, part is is kind of allowing Stu, like, not to renego renegotiate Stu, and he's one of the original two. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but, uh, but to, to your point, uh, e uh, Evil Uno has since tweeted, quote, Dark Order is not dead. So uh, that's interesting as well, because uh, I'll be interested to see what he does, because it is weird to see him without Stu. Well, know, he, he, yeah, it's, it's I mean, I, Sammy Guevara, he's part of the vlog crew, but he's not even on the show anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like guys like him and Marco who are they'd see him all the time, like they're not even on the show. Anymore. Yeah, the reg yeah, the regulars. Exactly. So but uh, speaking of Uno, because I know he's uh, taking a, a very keen interest in the upcoming video game for AW fight. Forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they keep saying hopefully September. I don't know uh, if that's the case, but I can tell you that I do have a quote from Kenny Omega, who um, had, uh, you know, kind of commented on the game and said, this may come as a surprise to people, but Cody is still in the game. Yeah, I was I very, that, yeah, yeah uh, I was very passionate about making sure his legacy and position within the company were preserved. We've built this game from the ground up, starting everything from scratch. That's why I thought this game could coincide with the birth of this company. You get to experience AEW from the beginning, from day one. The game is going to reflect a lot of that, even though our locker room is ever changing. I was going to say they must have a bunch of fucking download moves where you're like, Hey guys, we couldn't scan everyone, but hey, have at it. <laughs> yeah, basically. But uh, at this point, yeah, Cody joins the uh, confirmed character list so far with Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Hikaru Shida, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, Owen Hart, Sting, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander, and Nyla Rose. That's actually cool that they decided to add Punk. Yeah. Um, but you know, the thing is, I mean, that's going to get people to buy that damn well, game. I, but, but see, then again, the Cody thing will too. Because yeah. I heard that uh, the developers at twenty uh, at two uh, K twenty two, they wanted to add him as a downloadable character. Oh, really? But they weren't able to get him in in time or something like that. I mean, I feel like they could still do, it, but whatever. I, I feel like they could too, but I think it's based on WWE scheduling of things and what they're willing to pay for, and you yeah, know, you know, be, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, especially uh, y'all can take y'all can take Nash Carter out of a pack, even though we've already prepaid for this motherfucker. But <laughs> which is crazy, yeah. You can't give us a, a, a suitable replacement, like fuck, yeah. Man. Um, uh, and then uh, one more minor thing I forgot I wanted to just throw in there is uh, if those who watch Monday Night Raw, you guys saw something we didn't think we'd ever see, and you know, obviously John Cena was coming back. He was celebrating 20 years of being. John Cena in the WWE debuting there but um we saw some I guess if you want to call call it talking heads uh you know uh, some familiar faces that are not in the company but with AEW Paul White Big Show uh Brian Danielson the former Daniel Bryan and of course Chris Jericho so a lot of people were wondering how they came to be and apparently they just contacted Tony and were very straightforward and apparently they virtually got everyone they wanted on the show I don't know who else, maybe Mox or somebody I can't I can't imagine who else 
uh, has familiarity with Cena or is it a like long-term rival with him that he would need to, you know, say anything. But I thought that was interesting because it's the first time we've actually seen WWE openly work with AEW in a sense. You know, uh, yeah, we- yes and no, because they WWE did the same thing in reverse uh, late last year when they had a lot of those A and A and E pre-recorded stuff because by then some of the stuff they recorded were people that were no longer with the company. So oh, they had to get you. clearance for that too. So it's happened on a smaller scale, but in the sense of it's WWE asking them, yeah, that's different. That's yeah. 100%. Yeah, because I mean, now they're acknowledging them. like you know, In so. the sense, yeah, because we're used to seeing, I mean, like we talked about Sting, Joe, and um, AJ Styles, you know, uh, dropping yeah. a, vi- a video for, for Impact, uh, you know, a few weekends ago. So um, just interesting to see, like you said, that, it, it, that the request is coming from WWE side because, it, like you said, they got to acknowledge now, and that's just not something they used to do. But um yeah so i just thought that was a good note but uh, other than that man i, I just want to kind of get into some of the uh, uh post-show scrum uh and uh you know information from forbidden door uh you guys know that claudio castagnoli the former cesaro has officially joined AEW. um you know uh things to know is that uh his deal is long term and uh apparently uh this is interesting Tony started talking to him the day after the Los Angeles uh, uh, forum show that we went to. Yeah, I, I heard it was uh, they've been talking for a while. Like it wasn't just a oh shit, Brian's out. Let's see if what well, we can pull the trigger on. Because I heard that they had a different yeah, way for how they wanted to bring him in. They didn't, yeah, they yeah, didn't say get, why. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get into it right now. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. Is that uh, he says, "quote I wasn't sure if he would be coming in here or Death Before Dishonor," which sounds like he's gearing for a Death before dishonor uh event for ring of honor which is oh very- you did oh no yeah they brought that up that they're, that they're gonna be doing that okay um, i didn't i didn't realize that yeah because uh he, little he revealed- little seeds about it like jay lethal challenged samoa joe and then daniel garcia beat a wheeler yuda on dark for you know trying to get out his uh pure uh championship oh too, i see so. it It just it actually just says he revealed using the question as an opportunity to announce the next ring of honor event he said that if brian made it back there was a good chance that he probably would have started at death before dishonor mm. and uh what it is that's funny is that he said when brian came to him uh letting him know like hey i'm not gonna be able to come back but i do have someone i think would be a good replacement and he pitched claudio he said that's funny because i already have him under contract so i thought that was pretty interesting how that came to be but uh uh claudio has uh commented on uh you know coming to aw at the scrum he says um let's see he says uh what is most important is who the fans are excited to see uh who is my dream opponent i don't care who do you guys want to see me wrestle and here in aw all that stuff can happen i could probably give you a short list of who i don't want to step in the ring with and that's nobody you know what i mean so to me i'm a kid in the candy store you know when you go shopping and they go pick whatever and you just stand there like uh i don't know what to pick i've just come in here and i don't know if you can tell but i'm very happy in the fits this is my first night and i told this to a bunch of people but this is my first night and i feel like i've been here for years it just fits and it just feels awesome also adds the last time he faced kenny omega was in ring of honor in 2008 and i think we've both grown a lot since then i think that's just worth the mention 2008 yeah bro what is that 14 years ago yeah and he said that's worth he's like that's just worth a mention in my opinion don't you think Uh, they should hold hold on to it and wait for that 15 year mark and then fucking pull the trigger on that exactly and we had what i thought was great was uh we had three i would say distinct names from the wwe side that were very happy uh the man becky lynch simply 
tweeted to Claudio, yes, with all exclamation marks. <laughs> Austin Creed, uh, yeah. obviously, Xavier, let's go. And then uh, Naomi actually said, so happy bro is back. Woo, chills with a bicep emoji. So it did, seems did, like did there's you, a lot of positive. Uh, did you see the side of his sleeve, too? I think it was like the up, up, down, down. It was something see, like video looked, game yeah, uh, related, it, it, right? It wasn't up, up, down, down, because one of them was diagonal. Oh, maybe maybe he couldn't do it because they like they own the fucking logo and shit yeah it's probably something among them that they know but i did hear that obviously he's been, yeah he, twi- he was twi- go ahead i was gonna say obviously he's on twitch and shit too so that could be yeah too. Uh, i did hear to get back and uh to, to stay in shape he was training for the last few weeks at flatbacks of course with uh that that's, that's uh, cool that's the gym uh, yeah on Tyler by, uh, Breeze and uh, exactly and uh, which Sean Spears is still on Spears. There you go. Yeah. He's, he's still sleeping from that chair shot, I guess. I swear. I was trying to, I almost said Dillinger there, but I was like, it's not Dillinger. Because I was yeah. thinking, I'm like, I guess they're keeping him off camera because they're going to see if they see him. Well, where's MJF? I guess. Yeah, you know? exactly. Which kind of sucks that he suffers that way. Well, speaking of MJF, he was asked about that, Tony, uh, at the, uh, you know, if he could comment anymore on the contract stuff. He said, no, especially after the great show we did. I'm not going to comment on it, but it's a fair question to ask. I'm just not going to cover that one for now, but thank you. Um, you know, also a lot of people were wondering if Mox was hurt because I know he had mentioned, uh, you know, while rambling on while answering a reporter on Scrum that he, he might have gotten a concussion. But Melcher said it was just something he said, but he's actually fine as, you know, obviously I'll get into uh, blood and guts later. And then, um, yeah, just overall, um, you know, it seems like both sides were happy with the Forbidden Door with uh, TK uh, saying he would like to have an annual event um, if possible and tweeting out. Uh, thanks to everyone, especially wrestling fans around the world who made last Sunday's Forbidden Door event a hit. Uh, $1 million in ticket sales plus $5 million on pay-per-view. Um, and you got to, you know, you got to consider that's without Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, you know, the long list of guys that we could have seen that, you know, CM Punk, you know, uh, guys like that, that would have probably made it even more, you know, in terms of uh, dollar amount at the gate, but that's still a pretty good feat for not having their, uh, all their heavy hitters, I will say. And then we got, um, of course, uh, Takami Abari from uh, uh, New Japan side. He had told Tokyo Oh, Sport, okay. I, I'm sorry. I had, I had to do that math real quick. Cause when you said 5 million, I'm like, what? I'm like, this nigga said that they had a hundred thousand buys. What are you talking about? Then I'm like, oh, 50 bucks a pop. Okay. Yeah, there you uh, go. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, he uh, he uh, I'm sorry to Takami Abari from uh, New Japan side. Oh, yeah, told, yeah, yeah. He told Tokyo Sports he'd like to see a continuation of the event and say, quote, I think there is a need to see this event in Japan. The 50th. I was just going to say that. Yeah, they have to. They can't just keep it in America. They're going to have to at some point. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, he, he could. He says the 50th anniversary year is a good opportunity to make that happen. I think there are fighters from AEW who would like to compete in front of Japanese fans. So, yeah, I think 100 oh, percent. And there's yeah. there's some that maybe haven't had the chance yet and would mm-hmm. love to do that. And the fans would love to see him, you know? Exactly. So, but yeah, that's pretty E-C-E much all. ECE and Miro. No, I'm playing. Well, yeah, <laughs> so we I mean, got, I we can't believe we got robbed, dude. Everybody wanted. I mean, I, I, I can think of a, a couple of dream matches. Shout out to Clark have. Connors, though. Not to yeah, get yeah, too, no, too yeah, early he, into it, but yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, that's all I got for the scrum. So I'm sure. I mean, we could kind of transition to a little bit of review of the event. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we kicked off that six man. Uh, very fun. I, I think it was a yeah. very good way to kick it off. And I think yeah. uh, it was good mm-hmm. for U- Umino to get as much of shine as he did which led the catalyst to you getting that extra point later where he did get the although it wasn't in the match that's not what you said you just said i 
I, and I want an extra point if he thought I bet he throws a fireball. At I, I, ten, I technically didn't I say like I think post match he'll do it. And I was like, well, technically it was after the match. Hey, that I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I texted you and said, hey, you, you got that extra. <laughs> I, I, so, it, that's why I put LMAO because in my head, I'm like, I wonder if he's going to give me that point, though. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, and then oh, he texted me. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not tripping, <laughs> oh, man. man. But uh, and then, of course, so that, that was a fun way I thought to, to start it off. Um, you know, the only reason I thought Jericho was going to win is. I just I didn't realize it, and they didn't do a good job laying it on. Um, is that the winner would get the uh moment, not just the momentum, but Bro, yeah, they 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 uh kind of squeeze what that it, in. Like, yeah, what is it called? What's the word? Uh, the uh, they get the the advantage. Yeah, the advantage. advantage. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I didn't realize that, but not a good way to or not a bad way to kick off the show. But it was that second match, man, that had me because um. Them boys, man, not them boys, them top guys. Uh, you know, FTR. <laughs> Uh, defending Man. the ROH at, titles at, against at, the IWGP heavyweight tag team champions, United uh, Empire with Jeff Cobb and Great O'Connor, and of course, for Pongi Vice, which a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, they're there too. <laughs> it sucked. But, uh, you know, I mean, it, yeah, you, I mean, you want to go New Japan, it makes sense. It's, it's one of their popular teams from over the years. So I get it. But yeah, and, and then that kind of added fuel that people thought, oh, best friends are done. Yeah. He's, he's doing the Rapongi thing. But now let um, me say this. I, 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 they had us in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. I was I was gonna say because you text me and you go, man, Bruh. another as you was like this this pay per view is cursed or something like that. So I yeah, I was like, really I was really like pissed and I, I was like I need to tell him without telling him because it was just like one of our guys. You know what I mean? Like one yeah, of our favorites. Yeah. I was like, Fuck, yeah, no, man. exactly. Because when you said it, I knew okay, that's an injury, right? So then I was just more like like I told you, let me know when it is because I don't want to see it in the severity of it because I you know because I'm mm-hmm. telling you, man, ever since I saw Phoenix. And mm-hmm. dislocate his elbow. I just can't unsee that. There's days where I grab my elbow while watching. I, I grabbed it when you said it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, you know bro. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It so, reminds me of that that show Scarred on MTV. It's like, why are we watching this? Yeah, like, ser- why? straight up. Yeah, seriously, man. But I did see it. It sucked that it was a spot that you normally see them do that drops a whole elbow. And it's not until I tell you, man, they kept putting over the tenacity of Cash having to fight. They were like, man, Dax doesn't come back. That doesn't sound good. And I bought into that. Bro, I, I, you know, and then I got, I told him to fly. I got work, bro. Yeah, straight up. Because I did, I I still thought maybe he was hurt and just working through it. And it wasn't until after the fact I found out, oh, this was actually a work. Well, damn it. Those guys need an Oscar too. If you want to give them all, you want to give them all the gold, go ahead and give them an Oscar. Because I, to me, I was on the ledge of like, is this a work or not? Because even when he came out, you know, I think I mean there was a tweet he said or uh, that he put out. I can't even remember. I can't oh, I know. I, it says it says separated shoulder, bite a towel and rub some tequila on it. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, but let me just say this match was awesome. I awesome. was gonna say like the yeah. that's the reason why I got worked and loved it mm-hmm. is because a it's been a long, long, long time since I've been able to get worked. Yeah, and it's refreshing. And then the second point is that storytelling, bro very great yeah right like i didn't see that coming it, it just fully put it on a stamp of like yeah like you heard the pop when they saw fucking dax making his way back through the tunnel yeah. before you even seen him on camera and he still looked like he was in pain too that's yeah, why i'm like dude. bro get this guy you know and, and, uh, yeah. and, he, and he's selling it because you know he's still he's still got the tape on it uh you know days later yeah exactly you know? so uh, hey man like this was a great match too I don't yeah. know if you saw Great O'Conn. Did you see when Great, Great O'Conn, oh, everyone says it was like an oversell, but it was an epic oversell when he uh, sold the, the Tornado DDT from uh, oh. fucking Trent. 
I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So he <laughs> rolls, gets up, and then rolls again. And then I saw him tweet it. Great O'Conn tweets this. He's like, I'm trying to be the Scott Hall of AEW. I died. Wow. I was like, because you know how he oversold the stunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, that's a that's a real specific reference, but it's pretty yeah, yeah. hilarious. If you get like, it, you get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, as we roll on, we had a, a nice uh, inaugural All-Atlantic Championship match. Great four-way, four different styles. Yeah, it was Mark- it was a great four-way. I'm just still weirded out by the title. I don't know what yeah. it looks it looks like the male version of the new women's title. Like no, no, I agree. It's got this, it's got a very similar uh design to it, but I like it looks nice, you know. I will say I, I like yeah. the colors and all that, but great match. Even and you mentioned Clark Connors earlier. You know what? He wasn't ECE, but he wasn't um someone to scoff at either. He nah, he got his shit in, bro. And yeah, the crowd, couple, the crowd couple, was showing love. That would have never yeah. happened in a WWE show, they would have shot on him. Yeah, they would have yeah, because yeah, they're, they're too. I mean, not to say it's bad being loyal, but sometimes when you're so loyal, you don't have room for anyone else to like um, even give you intrigue, you know. But no, I mean, a couple of spears, he got, he got his shit. Everyone got their shit, and I thought, and I really thought Miro was going to take this, but you know what? Good luck to Pat. Yeah, dude. I, I really I, wanted him to, to be honest. Yeah. The way he had him in the middle of the ring, and I'm like, yeah. are they not? Did someone not ring the bell? What's going on? Why are we. St- Oh, this match is still going. I'm like, yeah, oh, and, okay. And even like uh, I think I mentioned earlier, the fact that him and Pac were able to just do yeah. business, love yeah. that a lot. And yes, then I, uh, I I wonder if Black uh, Black and Miro are gonna have some sort of thing after this because he did have him beat, and then he hit him with that Black Mist. If you Dude, he just staggered it. over to him, I'm like, and that's the thing what I like about uh, uh, Malachi is sometimes you just forget about the mist. Yeah, until he hits it, you're like, oh fuck, exactly. this son of a bitch! I forgot he always has that in the talk. <laughs> but I'll be, I'll be honest though, that'll be a good, uh, good contrast of because you got the pagan, as he called him, and versus the redeemer. So that, mm. that could be interesting, you know. But mm. uh, yeah, congrats to Pack. Uh, and then of the course, promos the- would be good. Yeah, the promos yeah. would be good. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, congrats to Pack, 100. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people said it was well deserved. I mean, yeah. this is kind of like his first championship. I mean, obviously, he had he was a Dragon Gate champion for a while when he left, but then like out, you know, as far as WWE, he only ever went up to the cruiserweight. Division. Exactly. So this is yeah. this is this is a good look for him. You know what I mean? So yeah, and you know, obviously, you know, he's not he's not the last man out no more. Lucha Bros had tag team gold earlier this year. So, exactly. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just, I'm going to try to blow past the rest of this card because it was kind of long. Uh, you know, we did have the quote unquote Bullet Club, Phantasmo, and uh, the Bucks coming out to the old BC music, uh, old BC gear when they were in ROH <laughs> and teetering. In, they uh, hate Japan. it so much, dude. And it makes me sad. Like, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, this is the last on, on BTE. This is the last time we do this. I'm like, fuck. All right, dude. So, yeah. But they took on uh, Takagi, uh, Darby, and Sting. Sting jumping off the trunk or the top of the tunnel. I know got, you love that shit, bro. Uh, yeah. I was just scared because um, he didn't get everybody, but he got right back up so i love that um the no cell super kick party was awesome. oh great it, it, and it, it wasn't too much no it wasn't a like, lot i know of people, people were complaining it was just crazy bro like it would have been different if he just took it and just looked at him but he took it and then yeah. recoiled yeah. and was like i'm going yeah, he, super sane what's up and then and then and then he clotheslines and then takes the fall after this is what i don't get why he is sold it, it later like, exactly but yet people will buy he got hit with a chair no cell you know what I mean? No, two kicks to the face isn't a chair to the dome. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Or the so, back. Or like, the yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but he has padding on his it's, shit. It, it, yeah, but still, <laughs> but he has, he has a history of back problems. You know? So that's why, I don't know. But I thought this yeah, was a was, fun, a very fun match. Um, I, I just love that Sting's living his best life right now because he fucking I, I swear, it. Bro, because they, they were about to shelf that dude with dust. Bro. Be, bro. Like, just like, have him like, roll up to like these legend panels and do all dog, that. I had I mean? no idea he had this much left in the tank. Bro, that's bro. what gets me is like, I thought we saw everything he had left in Impact. And it's like, nah, 
Not at all. Like, hold, yeah, hold, and he, he was just kind of, yeah, just, my non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> just, just just trying to like, you know, uh, 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 storybook fairy tale ending. Might exactly. as well end up in the one place I never went to WWE. That sounds great. And then it's yeah. like, they fucked it up. Yeah, exactly. Now he <laughs> yes. gets now he gets to go out helping champion a new promotion. You know, what it's I mean? he, so, it's it's really and cool. elevating uh, young and, talent. And and shout out. I mean, if they hope they do go back to Japan, because if they were able to bring Sting over there for some new Japan stuff, that'd be a great. Great oh, that, yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, yeah, we have the women's title, AEW women's title, Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Excellent match. The only thing yes. that it suffered from was the fact it was the standalone match did not have a New Japan element to it. But as we usually talk about, is they don't usually showcase women's wrestling. They, they have the association with what they yeah, call the, their sister company, mm-hmm. um, uh, Stardom. But you know, I mean, they could have done like her versus. I don't know if she's over there, but maybe B Priestley. Or something, yeah, yeah, yeah that I mean, um, yeah, that would have been great. It didn't have to be an actual, you know, because they already have Japanese women in their division, so it yeah. didn't have to necessarily be, you know what I mean. And to be oh, honest, no, it, yeah, they should have fucking brought her up against fucking uh, oh, my, uh, Matia, uh, nah, man, they, they should have brought in fucking uh, Kyrie Sang, yo. Yeah, but she's been in talks with WWE still, and she's like an still? ambassador for them. Yeah, I, I mean, no, 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 she's about- gone. They brought her back. She's already, she's already came back for uh, for uh, fucking stardom. They, they oh, were, she did. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, they, I they, yeah, she left. She was, she ended up finishing up her ambassador duties like earlier this year. Oh, okay, because I remember she was trying to go to an anniversary show, and they, they did not let her go do that, even though Man. she wouldn't have been wrestling, which is crazy. But You're like, uh, remember, yeah. remember when your big Samoan uh, almost killed me? Yeah, and I didn't sue you. Yeah, that, that, yeah, so yeah. you kind of owe me this. Yeah. yeah, I will say though, B Priestley kind of would have worked because she's even though she's not with AW anymore, it she yeah. could have just ran in and really cut a cut a really uh heel promo, you know. I mean, yeah, my and Thunder Rosa. So, Molly, the only thing I didn't like about their match is the fact that she hit her with her finish and she kicked out. Who owes that? Uh, uh, she hit her with the thunder, the thunder, uh, the fire thunder driver, and she kicked out, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, um, no, no, she beat her, didn't I? Thought I thought. Her, I, I could have swore she, I, I could have swore she hit her with then she kicked out and she had to like do something else. Then she hit her with another one or she had to do something else to beat her. You know what? Let me because I know she went for one and she escaped it. I don't know if she hit two in a row. I'll have to go back and check it out. But I, I, I definitely hear you. But Tony Storm, it's not like she's not a big enough name. I'm not saying she's John Cena, the women's division, but um I can buy her kicking out of a finish depending on how the match is going. But speaking of great matches, man, you told me, you know, I had a lot of time. And a good oh yeah, build. and you know even the post match was fun. It's, it's a possibly match of the night for some, just in yeah. terms of uh, excitement. I heard the backstage yeah. environment was crazy. Oh yeah, I bet, stage. I bet. Will Osprey defending his IWGP United States Championship that supposedly is rightfully Juice Robinson's uh, going against Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah, so- okay. She she uses she ended up using the curtain call. Yeah, that's what she ended up doing. Oh, that's right. No, the yeah. uh, the reckoning. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. yeah it says curtain right. call in parentheses. I'm like, that is not the curtain call. Yeah, yeah, there you go. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you got to realize he's changed the curtain call so many times. Like, and final cut, the and final cut, <laughs> and, and you know, and all this yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So he he the final he leaned, reckoning. Yeah, he leaned really into it. So, but no, Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. You know what? When they when they set this up, I said, I don't see. I don't get it. And then I saw them mix it up a bit on Dynamite, and I said, okay, I kind of get it. But like you said last week, it seems like Osprey is really doing some selling to showcase Orange as a real threat, right? 
Yeah, it was kind of weird. I mean, you saw him kind of back off a few times. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Sometimes Where, it was because FTR showed up and, you know, they got they're, they're You know, because it was one of those things where you go, oh, they're building both matches by using group warfare. I kind of get it. You know, same thing with uh, every other fucking storyline. Yeah. Well, I was thinking JAS <laughs> and Suzuki Goon, if you notice. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Zack Sabre that was supposed to face Brian, which it, that, that's another been. weird thing where they're not showing Zack Sabre and, and uh, Murder Grandpa together when they roll together. Yeah, very, very weird. Yeah. So but yeah, man, I really enjoyed this match. And I, I like I, I think I told you that's saying something um, if you're touting it, because you have, I think, a more uh, finer tooth filter with orange because the honeymoon phase is over for you. Yeah, with, they, they kind of overbooked him in the beginning. Tony yeah. did with the, the three matches against Jericho for nothing. It was yeah, like, and yeah, I, I would have rather seen three matches against Jericho and Scorpio. Yeah, you know no, I mean? definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I think, don't get me wrong, it wasn't, I think, maybe most people's cup of tea, depending how hardcore of a fan you are. But it did exactly what it was designed to do. Orange Cassidy yeah, is, you're right. is a bona fide star, probably moves... I would say he's in the top five merch movers in that company. You know, even mm. with guys like like Cole and guys like Punk, I, I still think so. You I'm know? thinking I'm thinking Danielson and, and also Moxley too. They're probably moving. I mean, things. I would say BCC is a group. You know, what I'm well, you know what? He may be number five now since they took all of MJF's merch off. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, very, and, and very Cody, true. And Cody ain't on there no more either. Yeah, so. very true. Uh, but this, this, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but this, I mean. Yeah, I um when you said it, I said okay, I gotta check this out because like I said, because you're usually a little tougher uh on Orange's um you know involvement, what he's doing. Yeah, I'm that's I mean, the one time so I'm a much, little I'm a little realistic ahead. when it comes to him. I and like I don't know, there's yeah. certain things I'm like they gotta try a little harder because I've been watching this shit for too long, dude. So exactly, like, yeah. But no, very fun match. Uh and then of course at the end we had the return of um uh Shibata, which I thought was crazy because I know he's come before but he hasn't wrestled yet he's shown up before yeah, he, to a live he, crowd i think in the la dojo yeah he did uh um, he did an exhibition like not really a match but he rolled around with someone at an event a couple of years ago it may be oh, okay. at wrestle kingdom now that i think about it. it would have to be something big like that yeah um but yeah this was good this was that was i was a real wholesome little moment man oh yeah with the like, glasses I, yeah the like <laughs> It, yeah. it was uh, it was cool. Like it was cool. And then the same thing was I heard that a lot of people backstage didn't even know he was there. Man, like Ty, like Ty Conti, she was saying how she like text Sammy. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die right now because she saw him walk past her. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, Shibata's here. Mm. So like for the wrestlers to be that excited, that's cool. And not even just the wrestlers, but not to insult Conti, but you. I think the way she's been showcased prior to AEW, you don't know if she was just picked out of a lineup of models, former athletes, whatever. A bunch of eight by tens trying to get into the a, yeah. A, exactly. No, you're right. You're right. Where, and then you don't know would she know who Shibata is? Like, well, and I well, think that's, of, that's dope. You well, know? what's funnier is even one of she marked out earlier in the first match because her one of her or in the sixth man because one of her uh, favorites is Minoru Suzuki. So oh, she said wow. that she marked out when she, when he hit the uh, the, the cradle. Oh, okay. She, she was like, yeah, like on the outside. But in my head, I'm like, <laughs> hey, that fits. You know, you're, you know what I mean? I'm like, if, you know, you want to see some blood from, you know, and you're a heel yeah, and yeah. he's on your team. Like, so yeah. stuff like that, I think is cool. But you're right, though, because arguably the group that she was in, her class probably wasn't a lot of those eight by tens. You know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, but, I, I thought it was a real cool surprise for the, for the yeah, fans. Yeah, definitely. Too. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where Orange Cassidy is one of those guys that, you know, 
even in a title match, he's one of those guys get flawlessly win from losing, you know? Yeah. And it's from doing stuff like, oh, with that match, I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. give Shibata my, my glasses. You know what I mean? And it's like, he's the guy that's getting the most pop, but didn't win the match. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was really dope. And then I'll tell you, if someone wrote, oh, I had Shibata get, uh, wearing orange orange sunglasses at Forbidden Door on my wrestling bingo card, I would have called him a dead ass. <laughs> you know yeah, no, dude, like, it's that it's i mean even the fact that if, if i would have heard that will uh osprey's on an aw event this, yeah yeah, uh, yeah it's, a, it's a joint event it's like dude he's talking mad shit but you know you, you never know when he's in character or not you know what i mean exactly, so yeah mm -hmm. um i just thought it was a treat that he came out and then uh i mean we did have the fatal four-way match which oh it was well, before that we had zach saber Oh, you're right. My bad. I'm I'm not even thinking about an order. Oh no, no. About oh no, you're you're good. Me. We got three left. Uh, but yeah, but Zach Saber Jr. He uh obviously originally supposed to uh schedule. He was originally scheduled to face Brian Danielson. Couldn't because he wasn't cleared. Uh, and he found a replacement. Not not just for this night, but of course for Blood and Guts, which I will get into later on. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli, big pop, great match. Um, I can't say much more. I mean, I don't even want to say it was a flawless match, but it was impress. I mean, this single arm power bomb into the ring from outside after trying to you know get bro he carried this fool up the stairs yeah bro just just one of those things you know what it was a refresher course on why you lock down cesaro <laughs> you know what i'm saying why you showcase cesaro his strength his his tenacity his physicality his athleticism his charisma with the crowd like he's I, got all the tools uh, the only thing like he's not i think He's a B plus promo, you know what I mean? But, but, but remember, yeah, we talked about this mm -hmm. before he was, it was even like talked about, like, as far as actually, I, I remember pitching, yo, you know, if they would put Cesaro with someone like William Regal to yeah. speak for him, I, I think that'd be kind of dope. And this is before yep. the Black Combat Club. You, you did say that, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, dude, that, that was a great match. And, and I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. As soon as you came out, I was like, well, <sighs> Seems like uh, Giovanni Vinci's dead in the water now. <laughs> I tell you, man. You know what I thought was funny, too? You had mentioned his entrance, so I forgot to bring Yo, this that music chat. is dope. I, yeah, I'll tell you about that, too, with Mikey Ruckus, but go ahead. Okay, for sure. Um, I, I was going to bring this to the chat and even to the, to the show, but, you know, Bigger Fish came up to get fried. So um, I just remember there was a rumor pr weeks prior to this there was a cameraman that had a face mask on near ringside at Dynamite. And apparently he had the build where people thought he was Cesaro in disguise. So that's oh. why when you see him walk down to the ramp and he's about to enter the ring, he goes shoulder to shoulder with the cameraman and goes, that's oh, why hey. he did that. Okay. Yeah, I did yeah. notice he did that, but I thought maybe he knew him from like WWE or something. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I was I got curious by that and I started pulling the, at that string and that's what it was was I'm gonna make reference to who you guys thought I was and now you see oh same place same time this ain't an Elias Ezekiel situation <laughs> that's know? funny dude yeah I, I didn't I didn't hear oh. about that but like here now yeah that totally because I remember seeing that I'm like what was that about I was like thinking oh he he must know this guy that that's yeah, just what it is right so but uh yeah I mean after that though we did have oh no my bad you want to tell me about the music um first of all I love his his new song. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did see uh, that um, people were asking Mikey Ruckus. Shout out to him. He's the the the, the pretty much the head musical mm -hmm. director when it comes to uh, all the themes and stuff for AW. But um, man, see, I'm trying to find it now. But someone asked him like, "Yo, how did you do this?" And he said he went with uh, I can't remember the year, but like it was a um, 
a classical oh man yeah you... yeah i've recognized the cadence of the song yeah do, 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 yeah but he, he said i mixed that he said i mixed that with andrew wk and you're like oh i totally hear that shit oh that's crazy okay yeah because that electric guitar is mm. <laughs> chef's kiss i'll tell you man but uh then i was just gonna get to the remaining championship matches obviously we had the fatal four-way for the uh iwgp heavyweight championship and then the uh interim aw world title match um but the fatal four-way we had hangman page uh kazuchika uh okada adam colt uh taking on the reigning champ jay white um i mean i really enjoyed this fatal four-way it was just a bit mullied by the finish which you know, I think we had talked about it in the chat. Clearly, Cole was covered. It seemed like he got injured at the end. I've heard possibly a concussion. I was wondering, um, yeah, because the fact that he, like, all he did was take one move, and then he was about to get put in another move, but then he Yeah, got... into the actual finishing move. But I guess the one he got yeah. hit with is the one he sets him up with. Now, I, again... Oh, the, the sit-out he... Samoan driver. Yeah, so my thing was, I didn't know if that's when he got the concussion, because he did kind of drill him on that. Like, if you look at it, you know, I got it. Yeah, I'd have to go back and check. Yeah, because sure. then the next move is he goes for the Rainmaker Lariat. I, it looks to me the way Okada tries to swing the Lariat that he was expecting contact and Cole just crumples, goes to the corner. It uh, did look I, like that. You're right. Yeah. It, it honestly did look a lot like like maybe he was even surprised like, oh, oh, I guess or we're going double. Are we going double counter? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what it kind of seemed like. Jay oh, White 18, 18, 12 overture. Oh, there, yeah, that's exactly what that was. He calls it the uppercut swing for me. <laughs> this dude don't like, miss, bro. He don't he, miss. He be missing my DMs, but it's cool, Mikey Ruckus. I uh, no we'll lie, I, line. I guess he he just uh, did a remix, a new mix to the Luchasaurus uh, theme that we'll probably talk about. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, that later. that was different. But yeah, so with the so we see Jay White come in, he hits the Blade Runner, but you noticeably see he leaves Okada. And he starts rolling towards the, the ringside, you know, and then he just pulls Cole and he pins him. And you kind of see Cole trying to kick out. And I've heard two different thoughts on this. Either he got a concussion and crumpled. Some people think that was a planned counter. But he, when he crumpled down, he fell on his labrum that's been injured in his shoulder. Oh, So a lot of people think that maybe that's what happened. And if you notice when he tries to kick out, he can't, he's trying to get his arm up, but can't. So I'm not sure if it's, he re it could be a mix of both. Yeah, exactly. So that's the only thing because, you know, you got to go with what's the safest option at that point. But I think everything right up to that point, it was a very fun fatal four way to watch. Um, I mean, I've heard the theory that, you know, uh, it was the reason he pinned Cole was he was always supposed to pin him to kind of further that storyline of BC versus, uh, you know, Undisputed Elite. Um, and supposedly a lot of people believe that he was not supposed to crumble, but take the Rainmaker. Okada would get hit with the Blade Runner and then he would get thrown out, you know, or, or roll out from the impact. And then he would have no, Jay White would have no choice but to pin Adam Cole. Well, I, I was thinking he probably had to pin Cole because the plan was not to pin Okada, right? That's what I was thinking as well, just because Okada was hot in Chicago, bro. I, I feel like, have you not seen Okada since All In? Maybe. No, Maybe. I, I absolutely not. They haven't. The last time he was in Chicago was was that match against Marty. 100%. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, he hasn't been in the States at all, bro. Like, so I thought, you know, even hearing Mark talk about, y'all, I mean, I didn't really fuck with a lot of the matches, but it was, I only watched the four-way because I've been wanting to see Okada. I'm like... Dude, I forgot you were an Okada like fan. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Because we haven't we haven't gone to those shows in so long. In the yeah, pandemic, honestly, so. I was watching them going, damn, I haven't, I feel like I have 
because you know it's been like years since i've actively watched new japan yeah getting in, interested in, i mean but then again you know you also had the fact that uh I can't remember the, the name of the channel, but they would pretty much, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they um, would they would play that stuff all the time. Um, I just know. I think it starts with an A. I can't remember what it's called, though. Yeah. No, you're oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Access? Uh, Access? Ac- yeah, something like that. Because Access? I remember, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, Access. Because right. Mark Cuban was putting money into that shit. So, yeah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he's seen the money in that shit. Yeah. For, for, but anyways. Uh, and then, um, of course, we had John Ma- Oh, my bad. Do you want to continue? No, no, no. I, I mean. I will say by the time this match came out, I, I you know, I was pretty, pretty beat. Um, yeah. I fell asleep on the four way. Then I had to rewatch it to see what happened. Cause I heard, I saw what you guys were talking about with the finish. Yeah. I did wake back up on the Moxley match, but uh, it was a long match, man. It was a little long. Um, I liked it, but I think what it suffered from was I'll put it this way because of how the finish went out. It's good that this ended the night, but I would have probably swapped this with the fatal four way in terms of like spots on the card, obviously not knowing what would have happened in the four. But if all things put in a perfect world, that could have been a, a funner way to go off than you know, uh, the broadcast. But I don't know if this suffered from just too much hype. I think it was a good match. They mixed it up very well, but there was just some points where I'm like, okay, bro, you, you kind of hit him in the head, but, and now he's like fucking bleeding. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and yeah, it's like, bro. Like that like, that spot that's... where he just wakes up. I'm like, oh, did you sleep on a bed of razors, my guy? Like, I'm like, well, how did that happen? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like clearly you could see when he rolls to the to the yeah know, the, 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 and 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 blade well, himself. And it's like we, we've been watching we've been watching this too long to to not see the, yeah, the pick the, up on that the stuff. cues. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like, I, I like I even sit there and say this. Like, I don't know if the match would have been more exciting if Punk wasn't hurt just again based on the placement and how long it was yeah um but i will say i don't think that match had a really uh, a chance to win because a people knew that tanahashi wasn't going to win unless they were going to try to push uh you know for that actual match that happened against him and cm punk since that was originally scheduled yeah but it, but they don't have the money to keep him in america you know what i'm saying to like keep him flying him on all that so yeah. i was like but pe- most people thinking that he's not going to win mm-hmm which means people are like, oh, wait, so John's going to win? And then people were rolling their eyes at him being a two-time champ already. So yeah. I think that's another reason why people were kind of yeah, I, whatever. I'm, as a Moxley fan, I was – this is what I'll say. When he didn't have to compete in the Casino Royal and was, like, already yeah. – you know, and I guess it was based on his ranking, which they did not do a good job hammering in on commentary – Um I thought that was too soon then. It, it should then, have been a multi-man match with former champions. Well, I guess Kenny couldn't be in there, so no. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But maybe mm. him versus Hangman or I, I don't know. I that would have been good. Him yeah. versus Hangman? Oh, yeah, Hiroshi, that would have been. Yeah, but I get why they gave it to Moxie because he's been wanting. But I also feel like maybe not put Tanahashi in the match, you know, since he can't go against Punk. Maybe you have uh, Moxie versus Tanahashi with no title on the line, and then maybe you have a, the triple threat with uh with or not but the, but the fatal four-way i guess you know or i don't know I, I just i didn't know if we needed an interim champion crown at forbidden door i felt like you could have yeah they, they were making a, lemonade at that point yeah they could have just done a tournament in my opinion and that would have been funner to watch ah, nah because they they already had the all-atlantic one going on too oh that's that's true i guess so, i'm looking at it from a how do you and they do a lot of tournaments they do but they I, have, I guess yeah. i'm looking at it from how you continue viewership uh, oh no yeah you're you right because no, from you, blood and guts you know steady viewership all the way through yeah 
I, yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Because you yeah. at that point, again, you just got to make lemonade with, yeah. with the ingredients you got in the cupboard. I will, so. And I will, yeah, exactly. And I will say, uh, you know, Mox did win, but I will say that his finish came out of nowhere, in my opinion. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, like it a, really. Oh, did. I guess this is done now. So it was, it was actually a real New Japan style. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I thought yeah. so too. But uh, that was but, that was Forbidden yeah. Door. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, um, most people would be like, oh, maybe next time we'll finally get Kenta and CM Punk instead of uh, you know whatever, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, that, that would be fun. I, I give it a solid. I gave it a solid eight, eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are trying to crown it as the show of the year. This is what I'll uh, say. I enjoyed every single match, every single one. Um, there were some unfortunate things, you know. Uh, I mean, because I also heard during the Mox match there was a fight that broke out in the crowd, so uh, there's a lot of what? attention off of the of the match. You know what I'm saying? What the um, fuck can you fight about at that point? I couldn't tell. You. It's Chicago, man. And at that, think about how. <laughs> but now, because I'm thinking it was a ten match card when we did predictions, and that's not counting the two other buy-in. That, yeah, matches, that we so. didn't even. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, it's probably a long night. But, uh, yeah, besides, I mean, I enjoy the matches. I would like to see another one, obviously, with, uh, you know, there's more possibilities. And like I said, I, I can't help but say that even though it didn't have all the top-tier talent you would have liked to see be part of it, I still think, it, you know, did well for what it was, um, you know. And not the – I don't think it's the best show all year, but it's a contender. You know what I mean? I think it's their best show to date. Yeah, but we got six more months um, you know I mean? of, the, so, of this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, what I will say is, unfortunately, um, more injuries, you know what I mean, added yeah. you know, with, with Cole. And then obviously, um, you know, worth noting that we'll bring up uh, in the, I don't know if you noticed, uh, with Santana in the Blood and Guts. Oh, match. yeah. Yeah. I was very um, sad about that, man. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird because a lot of people there are like, this is going to be the biggest testing ground for AEW right now because a lot of their top guys are not there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, I'm in my head. I'm like, no, it just allows them to finally focus on the niggas they've signed before the niggas that are here now. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they, it, they it's get a, a nice, a nice rotation. New, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, and to establish new stars instead of relying absolutely. on the ones that, that came in as stars. I, I, absolutely. I, I, because like, that's like, the go ahead. Go I ahead. was just saying, like, right now, this is a great time for Claudio to be here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and then him to work with a lot of guys that that he can help make look good and shit too. I mean, exactly. Because look, like, is the difference between that and like like WWE right now, right? Oh, they just signed Logan Paul. I wonder why? Oh, I don't know because Cody Rhodes is hurt, Randy Horton's hurt, yeah, Big E's hurt. Well, I also heard on Monday that there was like a couple matches. Was there like a battle royal or something? And then later on, you see some of the guys that were in that match. In a, in a singles match. like it was like one of those things where I guess people were saying the roster depth was it's very so exposed. thin, huh? Right? Yeah, because yeah. that's my thing. Like like the, the the two biggest needle movers right now, consistently is what Roman and Seth. You could put Brock, but he's not consistent. He's only there when they need him to be. Yeah, but those exactly. two guys are heels. They don't have any faces exactly. outside of Brock. You know what I mean? Which yeah, I, we'll bring them back in Minnesota. Big I have pop. a feeling though, because there's a there's one more spot uh, for money in the bank, and I heard Cody dropped a vignette on monday night from his home so that's there's, interesting there's no way bro i don't know you know he's a Rhodes, baby <laughs> like there'd have to be a mile as long worth of paperwork for him to sign for them to be like all very, right very true that's they're probably like hey <laughs> hey he went in there one arm one arm man in the, in the hell in the cell there's nothing he won't do they're like <laughs> man they're like man of all the times we don't have jr on the contract yeah, it's like what a call. statue <laughs> <laughs> seriously but what is uh man but uh you yeah, know i know we gotta get into review for nxt yeah AEW. we're review uh yeah, do you want to take a break first yeah we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with that uh 2.0 goodness yeah 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 
Yo, you already know what it is. It's Quincy Jones Go with that brand new storyline tease drop. This time featuring one of the most buzzworthy polarizing figures in the industry right now. Free MJF. That's right, the man behind the brand new modern pipe bomb of 2022. The mensch of the cinch, the one and only. Get the shirt right now because Storyline Tease is better than you, and we all know it. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two man tower trip Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? The third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. Yep. Well, it's about that time on Frere. On Frere. Hold my hand the whole time. It gets a little scary on this ride. NXT 2.0. Uh, this is technically the go home because they do have um, Great American Bash next Wednesday or next, I'm sorry, next Tuesday that I got to cover. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Holy fuck. There's forbidden. That's door. okay. There's so that's why they ain't guts. They... There's fucking money yeah, in the man. bank this week. Then there's like, fuck, fuck. All right. They're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, they ain't getting two two events on us like that. Yeah, and we just did Forbidden Doors. So <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're like, what yeah. Forbidden Door and Blood and Guts? Oh no, we got a TV special coming next week. Yeah, uh, it's like the <laughs> one-two combo. Ha ha. Uh, but we start the night off. It is uh the number one contenders match for the women's tag team champ. Uh, yeah, division championships and all that. It is uh Katana Chance. It is Caden Carter uh facing Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez. Uh, Caden. Caden and Cora start the match. The Casey's get some tag team moves in before Katana and Roxanne tag into the match. Uh, match is pretty even as far as momentum until Katana hits a to- tope atomico on Cora. Uh, Roxanne tags back in as uh, she and Cora hit uh, Katana with some quick tag team moves as well before Katana counters a double suplex and uh, floats over and tags in Caden as all four women fight now before the picture in picture. Uh, during which Caden drops Roxanne with a sidewalk slam on the apron. It was pretty good. Um, the Casey's uh, isolate Roxanne with a single crab. And then once again, with a Boston crab, uh, Cora then, uh, meaning they, they single handedly, like one of them locked in one tagged in the other one, the other one locked in the other. One. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Cora gets the hot tag in, hits a bunch of offense for a two count. Roxanne tags back in, but Caden takes her out with a super kick before tagging in Katana. And they go for the human highlight reel, but Cora is on the outside and manages to pull Caden's leg, uh, which, of course, pulls her out of the ring, mm. disrupting the uh, the attempt, allowing Roxanne to hit the, uh, the Pop Rocks counter out of the corner on Katana for the win, becoming the number one contenders. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, it's crazy. Not you, a fan. Yeah, I mean, you would think the Casey's, they've kind of been pining at it longer, but... Um, a 100, bro. Yeah. Like, it, the, and the crowd clearly wants it. Like, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, to me, if you really want women that are represent that division well and not just be hangers-on for Mandy Rose's ass, mm-hmm. then, yeah, yeah those, those girls are willing to showcase. I mean, her, them two versus the same girls they went against last week, uh, mm-hmm. for Royce and uh, um, what's the Valentina and uh, I can't remember the other one's name, but th- 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 those two could have those two teams could have a, probably a pretty good feud yeah, for yeah, those titles, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. I think that's what it is, is they're just trying to scramble on what to do. But uh, just a minor note for women's wrestling at NXT uh, the reason why it couldn't have been B Priestley is I forgot this, she actually is working in NXT UK currently as Blair Davenport. Oh, really? I don't know why. Maybe it was earlier this year, maybe late last year. I remember seeing a clip of uh, Osprey in Japan. Mm-hmm. And like, I think he actually hit Priestley yeah. off the apron or something. She was like, no. him. 
well, I believe he turned on her. Something, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, jumped was her out something. of the of the empire. It was crazy. Oh, maybe that's people... why because she went to go uh, leave to go work for NXT. Maybe, yeah, that that. <laughs> Which is funny because that's what they always do in New Japan. Like, oh, you leaving? We got to jump you out. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. Don't matter what your anatomy is, you get jumped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, we had a uh, Creed Brothers uh, segment backstage. We see them uh, working out. When they get approached by Joe Gacy in the dyads, uh, Gacy tells them, uh, do you know what hoods are in blood? No, I'm playing. You know, they got, they got the red hoods on. I'm <laughs> say, bro. Hey, hey Peru. No, it's Peru. <laughs> what? No. Uh, Gacy tells them that if Roderick Strong won't appreciate their brilliance, that he gladly would welcome them into his family with open arms, just like he did the dyads. But then Julius cuts him off, telling them that they ain't sipping the Kool-Aid, Joe, and admits that, you know, them fighting amongst themselves from time to time, it happens, but, you know, it's always Diamond Mine forever. As you hear Roddy off camera yelling, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> hoodie Roddy is so funny. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is put a hoodie on. He's better. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree. Roddy walks in the frame, calls Gacy an idiot for trying to lure his boys away from Diamond Mine and calls them the strongest family in NXT. And they don't mind showing off their uh, how strong of a bond they have. As Brutus assures Gacy anytime, anywhere, they're ready for it. Gacy says he senses hostility and he takes his exit as Roddy hugs everyone, but wait. So everyone walks away to fist bump David Kemp. I'm like, what's that about? <laughs> what y'all got? Cooking? Oh, yeah, that's a little weird. Okay. So we got uh Cesaro. I'm sorry, Claudio. I'm sorry, uh, Giovanni Castan. I'm uh, sorry, Giovanni <laughs> Vinci. Uh, this match came after a short segment from last week when Vinci was getting interviewed uh, after his match. Uh, and got interrupted by Ike Minjuro as he was asking him if he had style. This actually was a pretty funny uh, segment. I just didn't bring it up because it was like two minutes. Um, but, you know, because they're they're pressing on this Giovanni Vinci. He does everything with style. You know, he's, you know, he just looks like a million bucks. And then you got him like, do you have real style? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, Vinci. You style, uh, was it you style strong? strong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, Vinci hits a springboard tornado DDT from the apron. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, yeah, spring is, yeah, to a holy shit chant from the fans that I've been meaning to tell you this. They do not allow holy shit chants on USA anymore because they, if you ever watch NXT 2.0 and you're wondering why they keep bleeping something out every two seconds, that's they're bleeping out the crowd. Yeah. It's pretty annoying. Um, anyways, Vinci hits the sit out, uh, last ride power bomb for the win once again. Nice. Uh, this next little piece of business, um, I wasn't worked, but it was pretty clever. I had to I had to watch it twice. I had to like run it back right after I saw it the first time. I'm like, oh, okay, that was a nice little uh, what do they call it, uh, uh, shift of hand or you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, 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 a red herring, as they say. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, like like oh, this is the magic trick. Like, look the way I'm gonna spin this type of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, Carmelo Hayes is a backstage interview. He's getting interviewed by McKenzie when Grayson Wall. Yeah, I heard uh, about this. Yeah. Uh, interrupts respectfully, holding a basketball as he puts Mello over and sheepishly asks uh, Mello if he minded signing some things for him. And his mates back at home, as he says, uh, are huge fans of his and, and uh, are the, they're big, big fans of the Mello gang, man. Big fans of the Mello gang. I'm like, <laughs> who says that? I'm like, no one's even said that before. That, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Mello looks at his watch as he has a little bit of time and obliges as he signs the basketball. But then Waller has like four pieces of paper right in front of him. Which like three of them are like you can tell they're eight different eight by ten pictures of Ma uh, of Mello, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and he's like fanning out, you know, he's all, he's asking me, oh, can you sign this for my mom? And she's a big fan too. And, but you can see like there's like this other sheet of paper underneath those three mm -hmm. that's just all white, 
and it's just sticking out as like a blank piece of paper almost, but not a whole lot, right? Yeah. And he's oh, and he points at oh, don't don't forget to sign that for my little cousin Jimmy, right? So he Mm -hmm. signs that real quick, and he's like, oh, thanks, man, you're the best, and like pretty much he thanks him for his time and walks out of frame, like you know he's gushing like a fan meeting Mean Joe Green, pretty much, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, But then later on in the night. We see Melo figures it out when he gets interviewed by McKenzie about his upcoming title defense against Grayson Waller at Great American Bash. He had have no idea what she's talking about. And then Trick's like, oh, I knew he was up to something. You know what I mean? So it was a little, you know, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was weird they didn't show Grayson later, like kind of like celebrating that he got over on him. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty much how they made that match logical. I mean, so, that not not a bad uh, storyline for NXT. Stand. I mean, not yeah, not bad. I mean, I'll put it this: Waller did it perfect. He he, he did it. He, there's other people yeah, that probably I, wouldn't have been able to gonna, get that over. Yeah, the I was going to say so. he has the right personality to do something like that. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Hmm. Uh, NXT UK cha- Tag Team Championship footage. Um, and this is the only reason why I bring this up. I heard that. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, y- Appar- your boys. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the NXT UK Tag Champs had to recently re- uh, relinquish the title due to injuries. Uh, so they had a match with multiple teams to decide the new NXT UK uh, tag champs on NXT UK with Briggs and Jensen as one of those teams. And they actually ended up winning the belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an in-ring promo where Briggs tells Jensen he's proud of him as Jensen thanks Briggs for picking him to be his partner. Uh, of course, they get interrupted by Pretty Deadly. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who take umbrage with, uh, um, as they say in this in this. American Trailer Park trash uh, representing the UK tag division, which is I love when like uh, uh, foreign, yeah, nas- foreign nationals. No, yeah, they <laughs> try when, to when, say when they, what Americans deserve. Well, I love when they when they do the quintessential <laughs> cowboy Amer- like it's, it's like uh, uh oh, oh I see it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, Snape and uh, or that's not his name but the, the actor who played uh. Oh yeah, and, 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 and die, hard. die Hard, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. That was great. That was a good reference. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I'm just, I heard about this. I was perplexed. Is that, I mean, one, the NXT tag titles look, or UK tag titles look pretty dope. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, but it's just crazy to think, like, mm, are you guys? They thought they were ready. Sides? Or, yeah. or, the, or that, not just that. That's a, that's a good point to make. But it just seems like, uh, it feels like the wrong belts are on the wrong teams. <laughs> yeah you know but but the well, creeds, which, but the creeds are on are the champs now right but now. but you know, i ain't gonna lie to you i'm like when i saw that i was like so i'm guessing deadly or pretty deadly is gonna challenge them to get those titles back even though they they left nc uk yeah. to get the real titles <laughs> but, but remember that was an audible too only because of the whole oh yeah you know, with the MSK, msk stuff yeah, yeah you're so. right so then there are a lot of this stuff yeah uh, anyway, they they call uh, uh, pretty deadly called them Muppets and say that they lowered the bar as far as uh, what the belts mean now before Briggs uh, cuts them off, calls them the Zoolander twins <laughs> before challenging them to a fight. And uh, and, and before making their decision, oh, basically challenges them to a fight before he makes the decision for them. They pretty much attack pretty deadly to send the heels retreating out of the ring. Uh, so that was pretty much the end of that segment. Oh, OK, uh, we had a match. It was Indy Hartwell versus Kiana James. Um, eh, nothing really much to say. I mean, uh, Indy goes to, for the pretty savage elbow drop. But I Keanu, heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Kiana moves out the way and rolls up Indy with her toe barely on the rope. But it bro, was a, I it, saw yeah. that it looked horrible, and I was like, they're burying Indy. She, what she, are they doing? What it was is she just didn't. She she uh she's new, so she can't just accurately. <laughs> she can't accurately uh know her ring positioning. I got you know what I mean? You. Yeah. Some people know how much room they got. You yeah, know what I mean? I get you. Yeah. Essentially, okay. she was just like, oh, shit, I'm a little bit too far out. You know what I mean? And at the same time, you know, India has like height, too. So mm. who knows if that was a, a factor. But next, we got the Tony D'Angelo family segment. And uh, <laughs> <you can laughs> I, heard of, I, I heard about this. bro. 
They open up a shot of the water as they overlay the sound of water splashing as if somebody either jumped into it or I guess in this case was pushed into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they now pan to Tony's hand holding uh, one of the gold watches that he gave to the Goombas a couple of weeks ago when he gave mm-hmm. them promotions. Uh, they go to a shot of Tony holding the watch in one hand and a two dimes hat and jacket in the other hand. As he says, I gave you the world. And what did you do? You try to come from my chair. You broke my heart. <laughs> I guess my, my guess now is you're sleeping with the fishes as he throws the watch in the water essentially killing off the two dimes character as we know uh he was released uh which has finally come out now confirmed yeah. was a, a drug policy violation uh okay. funny funny thing is cole carter who's the guy who plays two dimes mm-hmm. um tweeted out after the show good thing i'm a good swimmer for something like that so it was like almost like he's like i might as well try to keep this going they yeah, said they're gonna bring back in a year. yeah you know I, that, I was just gonna say i mean it's kind of a weird way like you know, I guess you, that, that's what they're going to go with. But yeah, I was going to say, what are they going to do in a year? Like they could have filmed came, something, but maybe yeah, they didn't have time. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to get repackaged as somebody else, maybe, but who knows? Man. Well, the thing is, is when I saw the name Cole Carter, I'm like, why does it look familiar? And, and Cole Carter, two dimes, was wrestling on AEW before he ended. He did like a, a, a dark trial and then he did a trial with, uh, with WWE and then he just ended up going with WWE. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, well, all right. Well, hey, to each day out. I'm like, don't become crawling back now. <laughs> uh, we got Diamond Mind versus Joe Gacy in the Dyads, and that's mm. uh, the Creeds and Roddy. Mm. Very long match here, or the story uh, told was Roddy and the Creed struggling to get on the same page where sometimes they would, sometimes they wouldn't, um, you know, where they would even do something different to either uh, try to help the match or aid him uh, during the match, but he would still talk down to them because he felt like they weren't listening to him. I mean, like he would tell them to do something. He'd be in trouble. They'd see it and they'd try to, uh, you know, be proactive and he'd still get mad at him for it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, Roddy kind of did this too many times as one of the dyads switched uh, switched out with another one uh, or the other one, I should say, during this. And they hit uh, what I call the magic killer style DDT for the win. I'm telling oh, you, watch. Just get, they're going to reveal themselves. It's going to be Oni and fucking <laughs> Danny Birch. Yo. They, they, stole their, they stole their move. Uh, um, that would be interesting. Though. Uh, later in the night, we see things with the Creeds and Roddy come to a head, though. As Roddy says that they don't listen to him and he will show them firsthand in the ring as he challenges the Creed brothers to a NXT Tag Team Championship match at the Great American Bash against himself and Damon Kemp. Wow. Yep. They're going, that's not a bad way to really implode because most, most of them don't even get to that point where there's titles involved. Usually that's when the, the group is the most united, so. That, that's an interesting that's way to go. I was feeling too, but if yeah. anything, they could be like, well, Roddy, how come you ain't gotten the North American title back? Because ever since you lost that, you've been a prick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've been heading uh, downhill, boy. I got four uh, four segments here, or I got four more things on the docket here. You can get into the uh, the, mm-hmm. the fuse lighting, if you will. Yeah, no problem. We had Sanga versus uh, Zion Quinn. I told you last week, you had like that kind of little playboy mm-hmm. type of little joint. So yeah, hey, he changed his gear. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. He's listening. Nah, it ain't that much better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quinn jumps Sango from behind during his entrance. The match finally starts after several referees have to separate Quinn. Uh, I'm sorry, have to separate the two with Sango using his height and power to dominate the match early. He sends Quinn retreating out of the ring as Quinn manages to hit a stun gun on Sango across the ropes. And wow. he, starts, he starts to take over the match before Sango regains momentum after a huge body slam. Uh, Quinn fights back with a low running shoulder block uh, and locks in a rest hold to wear him down, occasionally raining down some cross face punches. But Sanga fights back with what looks like a standing Taz mission 
uh, before running to the ropes and hitting a huge clothesline and then hits the big clo- uh, choke slam for the win. Uh, and like I said, worth noting, Sanga changed his attire. He now looks like Goldberg. <laughs> black uh, black short trunks, black oh. knee pads, black boots, uh, the same black gloves he was wearing, and black elbow pads. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. and he's using the choke slam, he said? Yeah, he, yeah, he's been using that choke slam since he came no, in. It just seems like it's, big, it's like a, it's a one on one. Well, to be honest, it, it's a relief to not see him do the two hand choke slam. Like, oh my, very, true, I mean? very so, true. Or or a nerve hold or a, a iron claw. Or yeah, whatever. I mean, because this one it seems more like it's uh the way he does a choke slam is honestly honestly like a one handed uh version of what Big Show does. He just doesn't sit down with him. Oh, okay, good shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Nikita Lions versus Mandy Rose. Uh, this came as a result of Lions crashing Toxic Attractions interview earlier in the night, telling Mandy that the only reason Ro- Roxanne uh, won the, that title opportunity in the breakout tournament is because she got hurt and says that she's supposed to be back in the ring tonight and pretty much challenges her to a match, which uh, Mandy oh, so accepts. she's back. She's back back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they start the match off with a traditional lockup with Lions getting uh, the advantage, obviously with the height and, and uh, weight advantage. Uh, the Then Lions hits a stinger splash in the corner, overwhelming Mandy before the cur- uh, commercial break. Mandy able to turn things around, though, when she starts targeting that uh, that injured leg that she just came back from. Mandy starts talking trash and paintbrushing Lions until Lions has had enough, starts to fire up with a comeback as she hits a running form in the corner and a release German suplex. Mandy hits a diving dropkick from the top uh, rope to take Lions off her feet, but then Lions really? fights wow. right back uh, with some kicks until, uh, you know, because she's into like the, the karate and the, the, yeah. the, the judo and stuff. Until Toxic Attraction just interfere in the match and just jump her, leading to a DQ win, or I guess loss for Mandy. Um, then the number one contenders, Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez, come out for the save. So that, that was pretty much it. I think that. it's just lame because Roxy ends up winning because of an injury, and then she doesn't even use it for the right prize. Technically, right? she didn't win because of injury. She still could have lost to Nikita Lyons. We don't mm-hmm. know, but she that's who she was supposed to face before they had to have her face uh, – Tiffany oh, yeah. Stratton. Tiffany, instead. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, we got a segment here with uh Zion Quinn, Solo Sokoa, and Apollo Cruz. Mm, um okay. Solo Sokoa is seen talking to Apollo, uh, upset about his loss last week to Grayson Waller. If you remember, he ended up using the exposed turnbuckle to beat him. Yeah, that's right. Uh Cruz assures him that he's super talented and reminds him that he's magic in that ring. Uh Solo thanks him and uh when all of a sudden, Zion Quinn interrupts, still holding his uh, the back of his head from the choke slam, I guess, from like an hour ago, <laughs> and uh, tells Apollo that you know you left NXT three years ago, and asks him, "So what's different with you now from when you left?" You know, and mm-hmm. uh, says, "If you're looking to be the, the the perfect WWE superstar, you can't because I'm already that." Uh, Cru- Cruz laughs him off, but tells him that you know on paper, you know your future looks bright, but then when I look at your future, it don't look too good. And I was like. Ooh. Oh, because you could see into the future because you yeah. deja vu Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But deja uh, vu Cruz, baby. Deja vu Cruz. But um, I, I was surprised to see uh, Solo featured so heavy on uh, on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good seeing him, though. But yeah, didn't he, he said he had a didn't he just have yeah. an interview or something? Yeah, he had uh, actually talked about being part of the Inouye family, obviously brothers with the Usos related to Roman. I, I did see that they tweeted at Grayson Waller, by the way. Did you see that? The Usos? No, no I didn't see that. Yeah, because he, he brought up like, I don't care what blood type you got. You know, obviously everyone keeps doing that running joke about him yeah. last mm-hmm. week. And I guess they had made it seem like, yo, there's, you know, there's there's smoke. We finna jump in. God, I'm like, okay. I'm like, yo, don't do that. Cause I would, that'll be the one time I'm like, I can't wait for NXT <laughs> and you'll yeah, never, yeah. 
<laughs> seriously uh but yeah he he recently i'm not too sure who he spoke with but he said uh quote you know at the end of the day man it's so easy to go back to i'm their brother i'm their family i don't want to be referred to as their brother though or their cousin i want people to recognize me for me and he says before i debuted on uh tv wwe creative was like we'll put you with your brothers then the next meeting was like actually let's see what you can do on your own so I thought that was a very big difference maker because now, you know, I mean, it'd be easy to, to have them join the, you know, the bloodline and then be the squash guy or the or the fall guy all yeah. the time. But I mean, instead, they're building his stock, you know, what I mean, to get in line or aligned with. Uh, not hey, you, you know, ain't you ain't lying, though, because like if they would have fast tracked him, he definitely would have been taking the place of one of the Usos. Just, just, yeah, just keeps being getting beat. He would have been another Uso, 100. percent You know what I mean? Yeah, he would have been to Hootie Miles. He would have been the third Uso. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. He, he, yeah. Basically, you know what I mean? He'd be like mm -hmm. Jimmy J and John. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea. Exactly. Uh, last segment here: Cameron Grimes and Braun yes, Breaker sir. with an in-ring segment. This is ahead of their, uh, you know, a little face-off before their NXT Championship match next week at the Great mm -hmm. American Bash. Uh, pretty much Breaker, he, he he starts first. He calls Cameron Grimes different from every superstar he's defended the championship against because he has everything to gain and nothing to lose, and he's not taking them lightly because of that. Grimes differs in his opinion, though, and says that, you know, next week, to you, Braun, this is just another title defense. Like, you may think I have nothing to lose, but if you lose that title, you're still Braun Breaker. If you lose that title, you'll probably even still get brought up to Raw or SmackDown. Hell, you'll even probably get added to SummerSlam. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this is a real-ass promo. Yeah, when, when you said that, because I'm like, you, everyone already knows they're looking at him as one of the new the new uh, yeah, projects, he's been, you know? he's been he's been used. He was used early on. Uh, yeah, he's been on the show. Yeah, he. I forgot but, who but with the live events, too, you know, with yeah, uh, you're right. a couple times. So, yeah, yeah, a few TV matches, too, just because they were trying to mix stuff up. But anyways, he says that, you know, when he lost his North American title, Instead of going back to that, uh, to you know, to on that journey, he decided to put all his ships in and went all in on Braun Breaker, and that's because he doesn't have a backup plan. But says Braun Breaker, you couldn't relate to having a backup plan because wrestling was your backup plan. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> As he talks about how he wanted to be yeah, in the I NFL. Yeah, I did Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, but but when the Ravens uh, called up and rejected him and said you're just not that good to be on our team, you made a phone call to your dad and got into wrestling. And I'm like, fuck, this is this is good. Braun takes umbrage to Grimes bringing up his dad, tells him, you know, when you, you know, when you get to that moon, uh, you know, you're not going to like what you find there. And he vows that he's going to spare him in half. Grimes says, yo, you may be bigger, you may be faster and you may be stronger. But, you know, one thing you don't have and that's heart. And it's not your fault because it's just just genetics because your daddy didn't have a heart, too, which is why he was never world champion. <laughs> I was like, yo, he's talking about your daddy. <laughs> this place is good. Uh, fucking, of course, Braun Breaker gets pissed, goozles Grimes, and tries to press him up for the power slam, but Grimes counters and pushes him shoulder first into the to the turnbuckle, which seemed gimmicked as hell because it shook way too much. That's what then, I heard, yeah. Then Grimes picks Breaker up and again throws him shoulder first into the turnbuckle, and this time the damn thing just breaks loose. Uh, as we see Breaker grimacing and holding his arm, which is actually noticeably red at this point. Uh, we get a bunch of refs in the ring to kind of check on Braun as Grimes is like standing over him and he's shouting at him at 100%. Maybe I can't beat you, but it looks like you're no longer at 100% as he walks out of the ring and he keeps you hear him audibly yelling at the refs to make sure he's OK and cleared because he doesn't want him to get out of the match. Oh, OK. And I was like, so this is, is this a heel turn or is this? I don't know. It's, it might be like a desperate times, desperate measures type of thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. 
I get he, that. I mean, it, it kind of played what he said, you know, like, Hey, if, uh, you know, I, if I can't, if I can't beat you or not beat you, but I got more to lose than you do basically. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know. It was just uh, something about it too. It didn't necessarily seem like a heel move because it wasn't like he got a weapon or a foreign object. He just threw him into the, the ring. Po- or, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, that was NXT, man. That was pretty much it. Yes, um, sir. All right. Well, from uh, that end of the wrestling spectrum, we'll go to the other side, AEW. We're going to light the fuse, bring the boom. And I'm going to try to go through this as fast as possible. We uh, opened up Orange Cassidy, flanked by the best friends in their best tie-dye sweatsuits uh, going on against uh, Ethan Page with uh, uh, Dan Lambert in his corner. Also, Dynamite Dan. Dynamite Dan, there you go. It was, it, by the way, uh, just to also add, Chuck Taylor, um, his appearance was kind of intriguing because he was also on a, a rumor to be done with AEW, possibly because his Twitter was also blacked out. His tweets are deleted, but it's saying that now it's not blacked out anymore, but the tweets are still gone. So I don't know what that means. But again, you know, to the IWC, apparently doing things like that usually uh, is your way of expressing a shift or a change is coming. So, but uh, anyway, Cassidy, he comes out debuting. A new theme song jane by jefferson starship um and uh yeah that that was a, a talk of forbidden door because there was talk that he was gonna be getting that song for that match yeah because he but, used to use it on the indies yeah but i guess like like tony was actually kind of mad that people leaked it so he didn't do it he didn't pull the trigger until today or uh, i'm sorry until oh, okay Dynamite. yeah which I, I, mean, I got I, I got used to his, his other song that they gave. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I mean to me, and it's crazy because I felt like him using that song all of a sudden reinvigorated the popularity of that song because it was yeah, because that first song was not that good. No, it was, and it was very generic. Um, but it was just like to me, it was like I think I've seen uh, uh was the Pixie song used a word is my mind used on commercials, different yeah. commercials too, you know. But anyway, uh while walking uh, Ethan Page to ringside we do see uh lambert cut a pre-match promo pointing out cassidy's size difference and then urging the ref to eject the best friends from ringside for not having managerial licenses remsburg does eventually oblige uh matt starts we see page stuff cassidy's hands in his pockets and deliver a stalling vertical suplex and then he distracts the ref while lambert mockingly delivers the sloth kicks the orange on the floor and he flashes a small uh orange juice that he just happens to have i guess to taunt him i don't know it, it was kind of clear that this was going to come into the finish i'll be honest uh well, yeah he, yeah he was holding it when he walked out i was like i'm thinking he's gonna cut a promo on it or with it i'm like okay he's gonna use it if he didn't yeah even, right make a reference to it yeah uh we see page hitting roundhouse kick and then follow up with a what i can only describe as a spinning northern lights driver uh we got a uh, page going for the eagle's edge but cassidy manages to put his hands in his pockets and land on his feet and then counters a second eagle's edge with a hurricane rana uh cassidy goes to climb the rope but page feigns a foot injury to distract the ref while lambert pulls his leg allowing ethan to hit a military press power slam for two eat that brawn um <laughs> i noticed he He's been doing that lately. So Paige tells the kid at ringside to shut up and flips him off, then goes for a suplex. But Cassidy counters with a stun dog millionaire and a satellite DDT for near fall. Uh, Cassidy goes for the uh, orange punch, but Lambert jumps on the apron only for orange to pepper him with sloth uh, slaps, I guess, and take a swig of his orange juice. Cassidy hits Paige with an orange punch and then spits the orange juice in Lambert's face before hitting another orange punch and following with a scoop slam to really put that, you know, size differential story to rest. 
uh, all for the win, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I was like, well, like I, I don't know, I was weird. That that finish weirded me out. With the it was just oh, a scoop scoop slam. I was like, why not just hit him with the beach break? Because he went he went for a scoop slam early on and he couldn't get. It. Oh, so, right. yeah, but I didn't think it was a good. I don't know. Uh, next, we got an on stage segment. Christian Cage, um, he gets booed out the building before saying he was ordered by upper management to apologize for his comments on uh, Jungle Boy's father last week, but he only apologized that his entire family isn't dead and had to witness what he did to him a, a couple weeks ago and then gives an exception to jungle boy's mom and pantomimes call me with a phone call you know <laughs> gesture he insults De- detroit as a uh, motor city sweat hogs love the callback and then uh clarifies it's not him who wants what is that match. from again uh what's his name that, rick, is... rick rude used to say used to okay call sweat hogs yeah different oh okay city. okay i don't know what that, that I, I don't know why i thought maybe he brought up something that him like edge and christian did back in the oh day. no no yeah no, this, yeah i uh, and he clarifies because they said that he was there to speak and wanted a match but he clarifies it's not a match for him because he's not in wrestling gear and then you know it's for luchasaurus but we kind of see like this darker version of lucha enter um you had talked about his music was a slightly different as well uh, but he hits the ring flanked by uh, Christian Cage to face Serpentico. Um, so, uh, and then, so we see, I mean, it's a very short match. Luke, you know, he starts off with a giant headbutt, a wheelbarrow suplex, Serpentico, hits the tombstone age, and then locks in the version of the snare trap, but adds a nerve hold on it for the win. Post-match, uh, Cage gives uh, Lucha some orders before they leave, and he drags Serpentico to the floor and then chokeslams him on the mat. <laughs> it was very, a very rough bump, I will say. So Now, I mean, I thought he was only hit carry him to the apron <laughs> but no yeah no i yeah no um, no give what'd you make about the uh the new dark look the new music uh the turtleneck you know you got you got christian looking like grew <laughs> um, yeah straight up yeah i mean i don't like it to be honest with you i don't think um i don't know if there's money in turning him heel i don't yeah but it's long- interesting though I think it's like, I don't know if it's long-term or not. I don't know if it's Lucha playing Christian until Jungle Boy gets back and then they it's a double turn. I don't know if this is leading to a Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus before you get to Christian Cage, the guy he knows since eight years old. I don't know what they're doing. I just if that's where they're going, I'm not mad at it. I just don't know if this is the way to get there. But it was the first night, you know, that we've seen them together since leaving together, uh, arguably last week. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's true. I like, it's like, just tough for me to think you said all that stuff about his dad and he you comes fucking out the fuck out of him yeah, right, right in front right of you, on yeah. top of that. Right. Then he comes out. He's mad. Let's have a conversation in the back. You're like a son to me, even though he can trade with the last guy that was, quote unquote, like a son to him. And then the next week he's saying, now I wish your whole family died. And then he comes out to have a match while he's flanked by him. So I don't I'm not too sure what's yeah, going it's a little, on. It's here. some inconsistencies. The only thing I could think of is the only way I'll be interested in this is if this culminates into him taking off the mask and becoming Judas Draven. Or whatever it's going to be. I mean, yeah, I obviously, probably thought, can't be Judas Draven because that's uh, NXT. Probably. Yeah, but, I was you know wondering I mean? if that's what was going, but uh, Maybe, this yeah. this takes us to a uh, backstage segment. Wardlow and Scorpio Sky. They're with uh, Tony Schiavone. Schiavone, as I like to call him. Uh, he mentions there's a no physicality edict in place during the interview. Sky recognizes Wardlow might be feeling himself lately, but he re- he tells him, "Hey, I'm not a security guard. I'm the uh, TNT champion." He tells Wardlow, "Last time I pinned you, and there was no questions asked." But uh, you know, uh, Tony reminds him there was outside interference. But Wardlow says, "I don't care about that. I'm done talking." 
tell Sky, he, t- he tells Sky to bring every member of American Top Team so he could treat them like security guards before beating his ass and taking his TNT title. Sky calls Wardlow out for talking tough and calls him out to a no DQ match next week for the TNT title. Wardlow accepts. So that's, that should be interesting how that how that's going to go down. So this takes us to a uh, six-man tag. The ass claimed taking on Danhausen and some mystery opponents. Uh, we see Caster do his usual pre-match rap where he calls Danhausen a juggalo and threatens to feed him tap water <laughs> from Flint, which I thought was crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the tweet that he put out about that. Mm-hmm. He he has said like, uh, I gotta, I'll find it. By the time we're done with this, I'll, I'll, I'll get it for you. Yeah, it, no was, it, was, it was funny because he spun it in a way where you're like, I ain't mad at that. Mm. I can't be mad at that. We see uh, Dan Housen enter, and uh, he reveals his partners as FTR to much fanfare. Uh, we see Cash hit Austin with a super atomic drop, and then adds insult to injury with a spank for whatever reason. Uh, they hit a triple team drop to a hold elbow drop with Dax and uh, Dan Housen helping. Uh, Dan Housen hits Colton with a mid rope diving Hurricane Rana. That's one of his hits that he likes to play. And then he delivers a pair of hip tosses to Austin and Caster. After triple teaming Dan Housen during picture in picture, uh, Dan Housen hits a desperation release North and Light suplex and then counters a suplex from Austin. Austin, the hot tag Dax. FTR actually clear a house together. They hit Gun Club with stereo triple German suplexes before Austin hits Dax, the awkward looking quick draw. Um, and we see Dan Housen is tagged in, hits a running. Yeah, they, they were saying that they don't think he got the full rotation. No, he, he definitely didn't. It was a really awkward looking move. Like, I didn't know what it seemed like he thought he was supposed to counter and he just went with it. It just didn't look good. I, I, to me, it looked like Dax re- shoot fell on like dead weight you know what i mean so but uh, uh dan how dan housen's uh what happened? oh no no i found the uh the tweet but i'll read it i'll uh, read it when you're finished oh, okay for sure dan housen uh he's tagged in hits a running pump kick goes for the gts which is what he's used in roh uh when billy gunn actually distracts the ref to cue bowens to leave his wheelchair for the first time on tv and slide into the ring with his crutch dan housen curses bowens then ducks as he swings the crutch at him only to hit austin instead and covers him for the win while ftr restrained bowens in ringside post-match we do see tensions run high between uh bowens and gun club as billy seems upset that his son was hit by the crutch but uh we see austin get up and shove bowens now but uh, billy breaks it up and even shoves austin down to prevent an implosion with the gun club leaving up the ramp without their dad it was said that they actually left billy with caster uh during the match uh on the buy-in uh i don't know if that was purposely or what you know but uh, who knows oh maybe okay so there there's possibly a catalog because that's one thing i did notice is when they came out and they did the whole shtick mm-hmm. and they did the ass boys thing again and he tried to give the mic to them they just like shook their head like nah i'm cool like yeah, they, it, they weren't like, you know what I mean? And I didn't know, yeah, they, like, oh, is this how we ended? Or I was like, they look like they, they're kind of mad. You know what I mean? So, well, I mean, if you think about it, I think the, the Tony is seeing that the acclaimed are getting over, right? Been they, getting over. Yeah. So I wonder if he's going to try to turn them. Uh, next, we had a. Oh, uh, Bob, I was just going to say. Oh, he, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> he had someone uh, from from uh, uh, who works at a pizza company, a uh, popular pizza company in Michigan. Uh Thank him for that line. He's like, yo, as a Michigan guy, that was a good job with that line. Hashtag Flint water crisis. And then he goes, thanks. And for everyone, anyone that's mad at me, go be mad at the local and federal governments. Not the guy who brought it up on international TV for the first time in how long? Question mark, question mark, question mark. So I was like, that's how you do that. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. 
Uh, we get a short uh, vignette uh, regarding Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, and the whole TV title situation. Not Nothing the same. <laughs> Just more of the same. Uh, then we get a TBS title match. Uh, Jay Cargill with Kira Hogan and uh, Stokely Hathaway taking on Layla Gray. Uh, she hits a standing fireman's carry and an early fallaway slam followed by the kip-up. Uh, Gray hits Jade in the corner with a running shining wizard. Then she had a good fall- look, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Then she goes for a bulldog, but Jade throws her off and drills her with the bicycle kick and then hits her with Jaded for the win. Post-match, uh, Stokely goes to cut a post-match promo, but Jade snatches the mic instead and says she's tired of the fans and locker room bitching and moaning and then uh, asks Hathaway for some real competition next time. Stokely says Jade is mad because someone who doesn't work at AEW was the one to step up and answer the challenge and calls Athena and uh, Statlander lazy, not overlooked, as they've been saying. Of course, they rush down to the ring. Statlander takes out Hogan while uh, Athena uh, actually ducks a bicycle kick and drops Jade with a uh, shotgun drop kick while cameras actually catch Stokely pep-talking Gray at ringside. Statlander actually holds Jade while Ember signals for the old face. Oh, Ember, my bad. Athena uh, signals for the old face, but she gets shoved off by Gray, who then helps the baddies outnumber and stomp out the faces. And then uh, Gray goes to shake hands with Stokely but Jade shuts that down immediately and smacks her hand away and gets in her face before exiting the ring. So it was almost like, mm, it, no, yeah, it was, I didn't, I yeah, didn't approve of this. <laughs> it, it was weird though, because you well, you wasn't complaining when she was stomping him out before you was about to catch an O face. Yeah. Though, oh but, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know I mean, I don't. It was uh, interesting, but then I was like, wait, you did all that just to not add her to the group? I'm like, that was kind of weird, but whatever. Exactly. Sorry about that. Exactly. So, but um, yeah, and then uh, next we got a backstage segment, the Young Bucks. They say, oh, then there was two, as they point out that uh, most of the UE, it's so weird to say that because I've used it for United Empire, Undisputed Era. Now, the Oh, that's true. Elite, I didn't even think about right? that. Yeah. Uh, but they point out how uh, they're down to two of them as Cole Fish and O'Reilly. Are Uber, not Uber Eats, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> this dude, uh, yeah. But yeah, how Cole Fish and O'Reilly are not clear to compete and that Cutler isn't even there to film for them this week. Uh, they say that the titles may be the only they have left in the locker room and then they plug a championship eliminator match versus yoshihashi and go to on rampage did, did, did you notice what matt did though when he was talking about how they have no friends no what did you he said i mean it's like we don't have any friends left in here uh, and you see him like kind of pause like he's about to name someone and then and then nick cuts him off so oh, i was man. like i was like is that mm. kenny or is that hangman yeah that's true Might you know be hangman. Yeah. but then i was like hmm all your friends huh and i was like Two guys that talk about their friends being gone are Flip Gordon and fucking Marty. So I was like, I don't know. Mm, and, but I then I was he, like, but then I was like, is it going to be a crisscross? It's going to be Chuck Taylor turning on the best friends. Well, I think what's going to happen is, I mean, it is kind of uh, curious that those three are the ones that are out right now. And I feel like when they come back, it's probably going to be a turn. Ooh, they're gonna probably, they're probably going to save the Bucks in some sort of group warfare. And then they'll probably take the Bucks out, you know, to, to go for the title. I mean, Kenny, I mean, Kenny and Cole, they, you know, obviously there's going to be a lead up to that match because he tried to kill him. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah. like, yeah, all they need is the perfect catalyst. And if you got those three versus those three, that's pretty good, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, Almost like you said Colt. And you had me thinking about when you used to chase Colt Cabana. PT. <laughs> oh, dude, I forgot. That was a pretty uh, funny bit of, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah for, for a little bit, I will say. You um, son I'm of a bitch. You son get, of a bitch. Oh, every time, man. I, I'm going to get to uh, match announcements, and then I'll get into the uh, meat and potatoes of the night. The, the, last the, the, blood, and, the blood and guts of the, of the, the blood and guts. And that, exactly. Uh, Young Bucks, like we said, will be taking on Haruki Goto and uh, Yoshihashi in a championship eliminator match. Uh, if they beat Goto is good. Because I, I watched them um, three, four years ago in the G1. 
I yeah. think he I think he yeah, he had a match with Kenny in the finals. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We got Nyla Rose taking on Tony Storm. That'd be interesting on uh, Rampage. And then we have this is a interesting concept, but I hate the title. The Royal Rampage. Did you see this? Yeah, this this is a battle royal or something, right? Yeah, it, yeah, in two two rings. Since you know they're there, you know they do the double taping most times for uh, Rampage. At, right oh, so Dynamite. this is World War Three, <laughs> basically. Yeah, you know it says the. Uh, I think it's a battle royal in two. I think it's twenty guys uh, in two different rings, and the winner receives the first shot at the AEW Interim World Championship. Uh, you know, obviously with John Moxley, I don't think that's going down the same night. We only have an hour, you know what I'm saying? But that was definitely something that was uh, mentioned. And of course, we have the uh, aforementioned no DQ TNT title match between Scorpio Sky and Wardlow. And this, my friend, brings me to uh, blood and guts. Um, <laughs> shit's about to get real. So wait, wait, this, that, that, that's a street fight, right? That's what you said? Yeah, street fight. My bad. I, I said no DQ, but yeah. Uh, but this is, yeah, Jericho uh, Appreciation Society taking on uh, what I, I just put LAX and BCC. Um, I'm going to just try to go through this as fast as possible. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop you. I probably would only talk about Santana and the Sammy spot, but that's mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna let you roll. All right. That's how I got it. Cause I went old school and uh, just went right to the spots. Yeah. Bullet I mean, point. like who, bullet point who, style. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who did it? Who did this? Who did that? You know what I mean? Um, uh, Regal joins commentary. No tell. I like this. Mox tore his earlobe during their match. If you know, you know, um, in NXT. And he says, uh, Claudio actually ended his in ring career, be- and he was his final opponent. Um, you know, uh, I guess he stomped on his head, and that's why he can't, you know, double foot stomp. And that's why he can't wrestle now. And says, Hey, he's 10 times the wrestler I ever was. And, um, you know, Regal was on, was on fire. With, that's, with, a, that's with- a hell of a thing to respect somebody for when they did it to you and then it just, yeah. Career, though. It, but, it, hey. You're like, hey, you know what? I got him on the team, though. So, you know, <laughs> that, that's exactly. I mean, that's kind of what he was saying. It's like, why? how could I not get this guy? You know how tenacious I am. You know what I mean? How 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 bloody brutal I can be. And and I'm going to get the guy to end of my career. Of course I am. You know, uh, he, you know, he had talked. He had noted Dave Taylor, his old partner, as a pension for European uppercuts. And no one threw him like him until Claudio came along. He wishes Johnny Stain a happy 81st birthday. Yeah, I thought that then, was cool. And then one thing I really love is uh, not to jump ahead, but once they get on top of the roof, he says this one quote, one thing, this is the one thing I could not strategize with anybody about. I'm completely out of my depth. I've never even been on the top rope. I'm getting a nosebleed right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, I, I love ma- ma- Mr. Maniac, man in the mass. Like he, the fact that he continues to call Taz Mr. Maniac now is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Basically, this is the order. Sammy, Claudio, Garcia, Yuta, Hager, Mox, Angelo, Ortiz, Magic, Santana, Jericho, and Kingston. Uh, And I'm just going to, these aren't in order. These are just spots based on the people I just said, okay? I'm a, uh, Right now, I'm going to tell you, Hager didn't do much. Garcia didn't do much. Uh, Ortiz and Santana both didn't do much in this match, unfortunately. Sammy. Counter the pop up Euro Euro uppercut by Claudio uh, by Into hitting a, a falling cutter. cutter. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, and then he actually hit Ortiz with a diving cutter. Really dope. Really no, uh, yeah, dope he spot. Did. yeah, he Claudio did. Claudio hit a pop up uh, uppercut on Sammy and Garcia hits the Alpamere water slide on Hager, which is very impressive. And at uh, uh, one point, hit the giant swing on Jericho on top of the rope on top of the roof of the, of the cage. Insane. Uh, Garcia and Wheeler they face off at one point in the middle, which I'd like to see these guys actually face off. And then at one point, he's hanging upside down, bleeding from the yeah. truss. Well, I think I told you they're, they're probably setting up that pure championship match probably coming soon Ooh. between those two. Ah, that would be sick. 
Uh, Yuta, he managed he managed to hit a magic. Uh, I'm sorry, he hit Daddy Magic with a Judgment Slam. Hager faced off with Claudio to many We the People chants. And Dude, gets a- I ain't gonna lie to you. I totally forgot they were a team. Not even oh, think no, about I, them in the ring at the same time at all until it started I, happening. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty good." I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Yo, this is this is uh the shit that Jericho first night in he killed because he didn't want people remembering this." Shit. Yeah, I but I you know what the when he first showed up at the end of uh, Forbidden Door, that's all I thought about was like, mm. "Oh man, watch these guys mix it up." But yeah, mm. let me get to Mox, who's got some of the heavy lifting for the night. <laughs> yeah, does Mox, he? Yeah, Mox bounces a steel chair off Hager's face with the incredible call. From Jim Ross, yeah, Hager didn't have great hands at OU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, I heard. That. And then the fact that he hit him and it bounced back off his face into the cage door. Yeah. I was like, Fuck. Like, yeah, you got to catch those chairs, kid. Is what he said. Uh, <laughs> uses a fork on Garcia. Pile drives Angelo into broken glass. Uses a shard of said glass. No, car. Angelo was Hager. fucking leaking, dog. Yeah, he was leaking for sure. Bad. Uh, Mox spikes Magic's head with skewers. Uh, one of our least favorite things to see in a death or uh. I mean, that's when I think things get a little too extreme, but whatever. Yeah, you and saw then, he, uh, he ended up breaking them. They didn't even do the thing yeah. they were supposed to do. Hey, but I will say, Daddy Magic got a hell of a canvas to put that shit in. He got a big old forehead, bro. So <laughs> there's no way he was missing. You know what I mean? That's why I think he got chosen. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, shit, this head's too big. I can't even jam it in your skull. because yeah, it's straight up. But I digress. Uh, we do see a money clip as well to Daddy Magic oh, onto man. the thumbtack, which yeah. is crazy. Angelo, he uh, when he got in, he evaded harm for a while and then got caught in a gut rinse from Claudio. And then he actually shoves the camera into Wheeler, which I thought was very uh, you know smart to do. Santana entered with a barbed wire bat and delivers an awkward Uranagi backbreaker. What to me looked like is he nah, used so what the happened wrong was... leg to, to backbreak him because I... Oh, I, no, it wasn't even a backbreaker bro like it's it just how he felt like if you notice one of his legs is still extended and the other one's already bent yeah and it, it, your body don't work like that so yeah. he tried to hit him with kind of like that swinging your nagi that that we've seen kenny omega do yeah yeah he does and do then that, yeah. so he kind of like was carrying the dude and you could tell him carrying the weight and then trying to switch who was picked up that's a good um question. i, I want to say that Maybe it was magic Sammy? Oh, okay. Maybe it was magic. I don't know. But yeah, he did. He definitely injured his leg where you wouldn't yeah. see him for the rest of the night. I mean, he, I mean, he, he hurt he him. Did, yeah, yeah. He, he did try to come back in and he did do like a he pummeled somebody. But I think he was just trying to test his leg. And then you see him sit back down like he was like, I can't. I just can't. Oh, you know? man. Yeah, I didn't so. see that because after a while, when they were all standing at the top, I was like, where the fuck is Santana? And I was like, going back. I'm like, I remember him in the match. And I was like, did something happen to him? And then I had to really go back and pinpoint when he actually came in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, that happened right when he came in. I'm like, that fucking sucks, dude. Yeah, man, trust me. Because, I, I mean, we just keep getting AEW keeps getting plagued with uh, these injuries, man. Uh, and then I got uh, Jericho and Kingston spots, but I wanted to talk about some of the double team stuff. Yuta hits the uppercut German suplex combo uh, with Claudio and Sammy. We see what I can only describe as a no mercy-esque military press cutter combo by Mox and Claudio. Did you see that? Yes, you know, I saw that. I mean, I was like, yo, that's exactly how it looks in No Mercy. Uh, 2.0 hits uh, Ortiz with a double implant DDT. Haven't seen that before. Do I see, I've seen him hit that before. They always uh, do like double team Canadian moves. It's so funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's funny. Doomsday device by Mox and Yuta. Ortiz and Kingston double powerbomb Hager through a table. Uh, then we see Ortiz and Kingston also double suplex or superplex, I should say, Sammy onto the exposed wood. Um, let me get to Kingston now. Uh, 
All right, he actually let me go with Jericho because Kingston came in last. Jericho entered with Floyd the Bat. We see a code breaker to Claudio. He uh he throws rubbing alcohol into Mox's eyes and open wound to break the bully choke, which Mox did by dragging what's his name? I forgot to add that how he dragged him. Oh the, yeah, the into yeah. Oh yeah, they were they were saying that Jericho finally got his his uh, revenge against. Moxley from those six oh, prom tags from oh uh, probably yeah because <laughs> he does that Judas effect to Mox and he lands right on him it was that shit was picture perfect yeah, uh, he rubs the tax into the open wound and then DDT's uh, Mox on top of those same tax drags him through the tax and then locks in the walls of Jericho on top of the tax as well and we also see walls of Jericho to Eddie on the roof of the cage and now to Eddie we see uh he slides a he slid a table in uh you know while Santana entered which I thought was great um uh, just to be like hey take this with you homie. <laughs> Uh, he entered with a kendo <laughs> stick. He cleared house. The bell finally rung, uh, and he immediately targeted Jericho. He exposes the wood under the canvas, which we talked about. Um, we see uh, him throw tacks in Jericho's face to break the walls of Jericho, and then they finally have a big face-off. We see the Orican on the roof of the cage to Jericho, which he sold like a million bucks. Sammy climbs and stops Eddie from throwing Jericho off the roof, but he gets thrown off the roof instead through a table-slash-crash pad. Looks better than last year, guys, I will say. So, and so the, the funny story about that real quick is that I saw the Sammy Guevara episode of the vlog mm -hmm. the week before. Yeah. And they're like going over the match or kind of like talking about the match, him and Ty. And she keeps saying, you better not fucking do that. Like, don't do nothing crazy. And he's like, I can't. I'm not. But, you know, when I see something kind of big and tall, yeah. I kind of just want to jump off. And she's like telling him, don't like. She's like, you know what I mean? Like, I know you're trying to do something crazy. You're not trying to tell me about it. I mean, it, he so. basically hit a swanton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? But but it was like, from that height, like, in my head, I'm like, you should have not even been back well, in the match after well, that. I, I look at it from, I think he was done after that. Oh, yeah, you're um, right. You're right. Yeah. But, yeah. but I look at how high did he, you know, get put in the uh, one-winged angel during this first stadium stampede? You know what I mean? You are correct, sir. These so, are the moments we uh we forget about, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just going back to the match, Tay at one point did take out the ref and steal the keys to unlock the door, which is why guys are able to escape and climb. But uh, the we see Magic, he climbs up and gets locked in a sharpshooter from Claudio as Kingston locks in the stretch plum on Jericho. But unfortunately, Magic was the one that tapped and they did get the win. But you see Kingston's kind of vis visibly upset with Claudio uh, because he you know was able to get the submission victory before he could properly get his redemption on Jericho but ultimately you do see him kind of fist pump Claudio I noticed that there was he was fist bumping everybody in the beginning of the match he went to fist bump Eddie and you kind of see Eddie go now nah, we don't need that shit like you know he's just like let's just you know let's just get this shit done and so I was glad to kind of see that at the end because you just never know Nah, dude, know, yeah, yeah. What, what's what's shoot? What's not? Eddie's very outspoken. You know what I'm saying? But he and also seems like the type to hold on to a grudge too. You exactly, know what I mean? exactly. But but also in a sense of, hey, we could kind of make some money with this, maybe. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. So, That's yeah, why I, we we talked about that last week. That even though he had, you know, whether it's Jericho or CM Punk or some or, or Danielson. He's always willing to do business. And that I think that's that's why he was pissed off at Claudia because he wasn't he was leaving and didn't do the right business. If I'm correct, like, like he yeah, he was leaving and, 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 and wouldn't he refused to put him over on his way. Yeah, out. exactly. So but I think that's stuff you can get over, you know, but, um, you know, as, as you grow, uh, you know, that was what, 10, 12. Who knows, well, bro, there, there was there was a picture someone posted on Instagram where it was like a before and after, but it was more of like a how it started, how it's going now. And it was an old picture with Claudio with hair on his head. And he had and, a suit and, on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And a heavier yeah. Eddie Kingston. They're yeah, like kind of hugging each other. Then they they put it with the other picture of them 
kind of hugging after the match. So yeah, we did see the faces pose on top of the cage for the big pop from the hometown crowd to end the show. But uh, yeah, man, that was blood and guts uh, edition of AEW Dynamite this week, man. All right. Well, you know they did give us a lot this week, so yeah, know, definitely can't, can't be too. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Too. That's why I was like a whole hour. Now we doing spots, homie. That, that's why I was going to tell you. I'm like, oh man, this nigga looked. He looked up. <laughs> he kind of. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't just ask these two questions. Since uh, again, we mentioned it earlier, we do have Money in the Bank going down uh, this yes, Saturday. Sir. This Saturday mm. uh, of all uh, days, even though I think actually uh, SummerSlam was Saturday last year. Well, I, I find that it. every time they go to Vegas, or at least the last time, it's it's been on a Saturday, right? Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I do uh, shout out to uh jason marchuka man from the, that wrestling podcast yes sir yeah he, he had hit me up because uh he was like hey are you guys heading out to vegas for money at the bank i'm like nah man I like when they moved i was like not even thinking about it we both cha- you know i think we both work i was like yeah when they, when well, they changed, i'm off saturday but still i was but i was like yeah when they changed venues it honestly didn't look too good <laughs> you know what i mean and then <laughs> uh and then you know you know roman's probably not going to be on the show and cody's yeah. gone so it's like man whatever right but um he was i guess he's going out there for a ufc event and I think that's why they, they try to put those on different days when they are in Vegas is because. Oh, OK. That makes sense. Yeah. No, that don't to... make no sense because UFC fights do happen on Saturdays. Hmm. My, well, remember last time, wasn't there like a yeah, big boxing match it was a, yeah, happening it was, uh, right after uh, or something? It was uh, Pac-Man, uh, Pacquiao and somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's the same thing. Maybe it's just one of Across those the street old, um, by the too. time this. Because, you know, pay-per-views are always starting like four or five anyway. So it'll probably be done about eight o'clock and, you know, eight, nine o'clock. And I'm sure the fight will be on then, so it'll be all good. Better, I got so, just, man. But who, 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 who we got though? We got a. I got, I got draft. I got, I got my DraftKings riding on this man. I'm <laughs> but well, um, what's interesting though, right? Is it's it is just one match for each championship. Even I mean, I don't think there's ever yeah. been four for all. Four well, so matches, so uh, so check this. There's too many of the bank matches. One for the women, one for the men. Mm-hmm. However. The and you know the undisputed championships, none, neither of them are being defended on the show. But you do have Ronda Rousey defending her uh, SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalia, and then Bianca defending her uh, Raw Women's Championship against Carmella. Yeah. So that's interesting. Something could happen that night. But anyways, I'm just gonna get down to the two Money in the Bank matches. Yes, sir. Um, the Women's Money in the Bank match. Uh, I'm looking at the names here. Wow, she. How did she get in there? Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss. Liv Morgan, Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, I'm sorry, Raquel Rodriguez. Oh yeah. Uh, Oscar, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch. I'm just not a fan of some women having last names and some of them don't. That's we can. Like, can we do? Are we doing two names? Yeah, I figured we do one from each show because I I I was gonna go. Now I can't because I I want. I feel like Oscar holding that that briefcase is the perfect you know rollover for the, what happened with her and becky right yeah um but at the same time i feel like someone like alexa bliss or Liv morgan would really, really yeah i'm i'm t- it's tough because t- some of the ones i'd like to pick are on the same show so i'm trying to like really space it out you know because i f- yeah. forgot that that live is on raw as well right yeah and then becky's on raw Shotzi's on smackdown raquel's I, on smackdown look i love Shotzi, but it's not gonna be Shotzi. they haven't done shit with her uh, that means anything since she went to the main roster. Wait, did that. they? Someone must change shows because it's not an equal amount of people. 
Well, maybe they just don't have the uh, the the depth across the roster. Oh yeah, I mean you know Sasha I mean? and Naomi are gone. Yeah, or exactly. quote unquote gone. I'm gonna go personally. I'm gonna and go. And then Becky. oh yeah, and then you got Natalia and Carmella. Yeah, other matches too. So um, I'm gonna go Becky and Raquel. I'm gonna go Alexa and Liv Morgan. Alexa and Liv. All right. And then, and then this, the the men's match is a little tricky because I guess there's gonna they're gonna be a, a last chance battle royal on SmackDown. No, I'm only guessing that because they just had one on Raw. Oh, okay. So that's so there's gonna one, be the last. Yeah, spot. there's one last spot. We don't know who it is. It's obviously someone from SmackDown, I would assume. But then okay. again, there's not a brand split anymore, so I don't know. Mm. But uh, here are the names associated with the field: Seth freaking Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omas. Sami Zayn, Riddle, and TBD. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. You said, okay. And I, okay, I, I know who I'm going with. Seth, go, yeah. yeah, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who are you going for? Um, On the SmackDown side, I'm going to go mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. Okay. Wow, and, that's pretty good. Um, be, only because that's weird. I know I didn't pick Sammy, but that it, it could be uh, it could be an interesting thing because he's been doing this uh, bloodline thing where he's been trying to like get in there. Oh family. yeah, and then he say something like, "Oh, I'm don't worry, I'm gonna I'm honorary like, on on Brock," and then it which in, it makes it sound like Brock's gonna take the belt from yeah Roman at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so I'm, I'm gonna go Sammy on the SmackDown side and on the Raw side. I want to go for Rollins, but they're putting a lot of money on Riddle right now. Yeah, that's true. But Riddle's on—is he Raw or is he SmackDown? Now? He's, he's no, he's Raw. He's okay. been he's been on Raw. He's, he's just, just he, he was just been on SmackDown. He lately. was floating shows, yeah, because of the tag team uh, feud. That's uh, right. Okay, but yeah, all right. I'm gonna go Sammy and Sammy and uh, Riddle. Okay, I'm gonna go Seth and Drew. Oh, that's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Well, well, that's that. Yeah. Well, I do want to thank you guys for doing what you do and that's listening to the show, man. Every week you guys choose us and, uh, you know, we don't take it for granted. We 100 percent appreciate your guys' support, whether it's with the music, whether it's crossing over to the podcast, crossing over to the social media stuff. We, we appreciate all the love and support, the comments. We love the discord. We love to talk what we love with other people who love it, too. So, oh, again, yeah. don't be a stranger, man. We love to do this. Um Make sure you follow us everywhere on social media. That's at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, and, of course, at the Quincy Jones Show on TikTok. Uh, you can get us anywhere you go to get your uh, podcast every Friday, but make sure you, uh, you can check us out on these places. iTunes, that's going to be uh, iHeartRadio. That's going to be CastBox. That's going to be SoundCloud. And, of mm-hmm. course, the great people at True100Radio.com again every Friday, man. Um, and to my iPhone users, if you got the podcast app, it's right in there, too. Very oh, easy absolutely. access. Yep. And um, again, if you guys are messing with us on the music tip, check us out, man. Mega Towers. Uh, yes, look sir. for Quincy Jones Go. Look for uh, Doc Lesnar. He probably has yes, more more recent stuff on there. I'm, I'm coming. I got some stuff coming. I'm going to have a visual. Mm-hmm. Uh, the video's done. Uh, I could at least tell you all that. The album is done. I could tell you all that. Um, the excuses are done. So now time is running out and you guys got to get your affairs in order. The Quincy Jones show, the album will be dropping sometime this month. I, I can tell y'all that. Um, but yeah, yes, uh, get familiar with myself and make sure you get familiar with, uh, the hip hop hybrid as he is definitely featured on the project. Um, yeah. 
let them know where they can get your uh your music my my guy hey you guys know what it is man i plug it every single week the hip-hop hybrid only one in existence in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop it is i doc lesnar and what you want to do is go to your favorite app your favorite platform you like to stream music from your favorite artist which is me and quincy jones you just don't know it yet but here's the way to look for it go to the search bar type in d-o-c-l-e-s-n-a-r boom there i are five star bars for you and yars store our Sell it in your yard. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good one. R, <laughs> you know, but uh, all the above. Check out This Is Awesome, my uh, most current recent album. It's a, uh, you know, like a love letter to uh, uh, wrestling. And it's like a bridge, uh, kind of a, a bridge to hip hop and wrestling if you're into both. Um, you know, I got Mega Ran on there. That's right. Mega Ran, one of the icons of the nerdcore genre. Got uh, I, Ellis, the artist on there, who also uh, helped me with uh, some of the prom- promotion on there. And of course, the world's greatest tag team partner on God's Green Earth. Of course, Quincy Jones, go on the track, world's greatest tag team. So go ahead, check that out. Uh, and then uh, if you're done with that, or if, uh, if you got some other time, go ahead, check me out on Mercari at Doc Lesnar for all your wrestling merch needs, Funko Pop needs, uh, Anaheim Ducks needs, whatever it is. Follow me on on Instagram at Doc Lesnar or at Doc underscore KGS pod for all things pertaining to this podcast. We got scoops, we got memes, and of course, Wrestle Wednesdays as we yes, keep on sir. going, man, keeping it it's, strong. And again, I love y'all that are tapping in with us, man. We're going to keep it going. I mean, we know we're not the only ones out there that, that got like 90% of their wardrobe based on wrestling shirts yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you're not down with that, man, I only got three words for you. Top, Top guys, guys out. out. out.